0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, Amigo. Good
1: morning, sunshine. 18th day of August, twenty. That's what I'm going to call it from now on because it's not, it's not even a year set in reality. It's, it's like a movie. It's, uh, it's its like V for Vendetta almost. Oh, dear gosh. What a weird year. All right. August 18, 2020. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo right here on Sirius XM 145.
2: Hold on. Did you make a V for Vendetta reference?
1: I did. I, I, did you already fade out the music? Because I can't hear anything. Yeah, I faded it out. Oh, all. okay. <laughs> so I'm late to the party then. Yes, I made a V for Vendetta. Wow. So you
2: just finally saw V for Vendetta. I sure did. Oh, man, I'm so happy. I'm so proud of you. So what you think?
1: <laughs> remember, remember the 5th of November, baby
2: Remember, remember the 5th of November
1: So is it wrong to want that mask? No, no, no. I mean it, the, it's, it symbolizes something really negative Really negative I will stir some real stuff up at home if I get that
2: There's some people that like the mask Obviously because if they're fans of the movie They like the mask But a lot of people see it as a negative representation yeah, So I, I gotta stay away
1: from it a little bit
2: yeah, <sighs> You can still have it and then you can Ooh, do your thing no, no, I can't own that it's it's a fun Halloween costume. I was a V for Ew. Vendetta a few years ago, maybe like ten years ago. <laughs> the
1: smile, it's like, are you laughing or not? <laughs> and
2: then the sombrero just totally just
1: tops uh, off the no, entire costume. About it, it's just it's phenomenal on so many levels. So it's basketball right now. I'm sorry. I'm P- politics aside and keep the baloncesto going. The playoffs started yesterday. Yeah, buddy. In magnificent fashion. The referees made themselves to be known. Yeah, a little too much. Useless turds. Tossing Kristaps Porzingis from a game when he was just trying to, like, oh, my God, it couldn't be any worse. Couldn't be any worse.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God, you're not even taking that serious.
3: Uh...
1: You scarred me. I should have never seen that movie. Why? Because now everything is a conspiracy. It's, everything.
2: It makes you think, though, especially watching it during like right now, like what we're dealing with in the world, and like kind of how that movie took place, like the you know like the beginning part of the story and why he was doing the revenge he was doing, kind of makes you think we're kind of doing really deep, dealing bro. with the like, same. It's, it's got a lot
1: of layers. Of course, it's, it's got a lot of layers. It's got maybe one or two too many layers. Like it was great, great. I liked it.
2: You have to watch it again, and then you'll find something new. And then you got to watch it again. Well, you- at the end,
1: seeing some of the faces that were referred to during the thing being in the group was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, including Valerie and others. Like, right, I noticed that right away. So uh, it's just just a very interesting tale to watch. You have to really have um, something going on upstairs to completely capture that entire essence of a plot because it's. It's got too many layers. I don't say too many layers for me. It was a good movie. It's a phenomenal movie. I've watched that movie so
2: many times, and I'm telling you, every time I watch it, I find out something new. And then I knew the story and all that, but I didn't necessarily like, tie it in with 2020. And after a couple months into the pandemic, watching the movie because it popped up on my Netflix, and every time I see it pop up, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. All of a sudden, you start tying things together, and you're like, oh, my God, this is very scary.
1: The three things that made that movie work for me. One, Natalie Portman. Okay,
2: uh, absolutely.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's already uncomfortable for me. <sighs>
2: not with the shaved head, though.
1: No, listen. She does, yeah.
2: No no, 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 no. No, no, no.
1: It's fine. No, it's not. Y- listen to me. Yeah, it is. No. <laughs> yeah, it, it really, it, it really is. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't is, do this short hair on a girl. There is. Adult. There is. Listen, I know we've been doing top five stuff, right? Sorry so, I'm being too macho. There is a Mount Rushmore. There's an absolute Mount Rushmore for me because we always get around, oh eh oh eh. but there's an absolute Mount Rushmore where Jennifer Lopez lives and Natalie Portman live.
2: Okay, that's fine.
1: Okay. I can't I can't breathe. But there's when some- I see that woman on the screen, I, I my daughter laughs at me she goes dad you're so stupid i said you don't understand you don't
2: get it but there's something that triggers in my brain that once you have long hair and then you cut it to like the pixie cut it you're just very so, yeah, unattractive da- demi
1: more yeah, demi more stop being attractive to you. Done. She, done
2: done get done here. the ex Never um who's this other girl um uh, the girl that played Storm, Halle so Berry. So, Brittany so Britney Halle Berry Berry with that short hair? Head? No way, Jose. I saw Halle Berry finer as Storm than, than any on. other swordfish. So, your, your girlfriend,
1: Brittany, once she shaved her head, you were done with her? Brittany? You broke up with her? Ab- absolutely. Get out of here. Grow your hair like says back. bald listen, over here. I listen. don't believe it. This. this goes
2: back to kindergarten, bro. All right. Wait, what, your baldness? No, <laughs> not my baldness, but the fact that I'm unattracted by by girls with short hairs. Thank you. The fact that I'm unattracted by girls with I short hair. I can't. I don't like girls. Listen, I had a girlfriend in kindergarten. You're.
1: Hun- right? I'm 100% with you. I'm not going to fight you anymore because I'm dead, dead against the short hair. Go ahead.
2: Her name. Uh, sorry. Um, I had a girlfriend in kindergarten. I'm going to say her name because she changed her name. Long story afterward, <laughs> she had to change her name because of some crazy stalker. So, anyway, so Silvana, right, was Adorable. She had longer hair to the middle of her back. I was totally cuckoo Gaga in kindergarten, right? right? Before I knew what anything was, I I was totally in love with this girl. I thought this girl was gonna be the love of my life. Okay. One day comes, cuts her hair, pixie cut. We used to sit. We weren't even in the same class. We used to sit like our classes were next to each other. She was your
1: Jacqueline Alfonso. Uh, That was my. my, That was my (gasps) five-year-old.
2: Her hair down to her. Right. Go ahead. Right. Uh So our we didn't have the same class. So so our classes. We're, like Where we sat in the cafeteria, we like kind of had like the same row, so we would sit at the end of the table. Some moment I saw that girl with her hair, sat on the other side of the table. Broke up with her. I don't want you no more.
1: That sounds a little infantile to me.
2: Well, I mean, I've been dealing with that since I was in kindergarten, so I see Halle Berry. You're baldness, not you're
1: baldness since kindergarten. Maybe,
2: maybe. No, I had long hair. You had long hair. I saw the pictures. See, I'm going to show you a baby picture that I pulled up the other day. Long hair. Bro. Long hair. Long you, hair. You were
1: rocking the 80s mullet, huh? Looked like a hippie. You no, were no, rocking mullet. the 80s no, mullet. Mullet. Oh, no, mullet. No mullet.
2: No, mullet? no mullet. Mm-hmm. Like the 70s, long, shaggy hair. I guess that's come back now.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I've noticed some boys wearing that stuff. So the bald head kills you. I don't understand. The bald head kills me. Natalie
2: Portman. Hold on. Natalie Portman in Star Wars. In Swan Lake. Oh, my God. V for Vendetta in the beginning of the movie? Absolutely. She looks so cute. Middle movie towards the end? Cuts the hair? No, thank you. I wasn't in anymore. I was cool. But that movie's so good that I don't need Natalie Portman to look good in that movie. The movie's very good, but let's keep two things aside from each other here. It's going to be impossible for you to find a girl that I would find attractive with short hair. With a pixie cut. Let's get this straight. With a pixie cut. And I'm not even down with the short hair, like, above the shoulders. I'm not down with that either. But I'm okay. I'll tolerate that a little bit. Pixie
1: cut. I'm sure Bree's glad her grandmother doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my whistle? Come on, I'm on fire this morning. <laughs> Brother, I don't know if that bothers me that much. Not a fact. But uh, from a girlfriend's standpoint, right, or a wife standpoint, if you have a preference of hair, right, it's okay for it to be known. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So, forever and a day, my fight with my wife is that she likes to cut her hair short.
2: Yeah, your wife's hair is too short for me.
1: So, no, this now is this. You don't know. You don't know the, the years of battle. It's like I've won the tug of war. Now it's longer. What? And I'm going to show you some pictures, short. dog. And what I still think a, it's too short. I want to show you some pictures, dog. And yet, you don't understand how cruel I used to be at times. She would go get it. But I mean, she would do it to bust my ass. I say, "Yo, let me know when my wife gets back," (laughs) and I'd walk away from her. (laughs) Well, see, my wife—I do things like that all the time, and she would get upset. I'm like, "Well, you look for—you're trying to poke a bear. Bear's gonna eat your head off every time, especially when his name is Larry Miliang. Please,
2: my wife doesn't necessarily like me when I'm clean-shaven. That's not the reason why I don't clean-shave. I don't necessarily like it either. But she doesn't like it. I don't. So there's a rule established. If you cut your hair shorter than your shoulders, I shave my face. So she tried me like in the beginning of the relationship, shaved my face right off. She was so mad. I go, what you do? You cut your hair too short. Oh. So since that moment forward, her hair, at least, at least some hair particles whistle. have to sit. So whistle, whistle, <laughs> whistle, give me that whistle. At least some of her hair particles have to sit on her shoulder. Have to. If there's no hair sitting so on the clutch. shoulder. Beard goes off.
1: That is so clutch.
2: And I know it grows back fast, so I don't mind dealing with it for a couple of days, but it pisses her off.
1: Um. <laughs> wow, that's having control of that one, huh?
4: God, I, I yeah, I never. It
2: I,
1: I, don't like it. I've told times it's shorter than others. The same her.
2: conversation. That's why I even sat up when you started talking about but this. When I do this same conversation, so I've had it with my bad, wife. Though. I
1: go. I don't and like. She it. gets upset because you know what I do. I then I pretend like I don't notice. <laughs> you want to mess with me? I'm gonna mess with you again. So, so what? So, the, so I go. Oh, you got a haircut? Okay. So you saw dead. I guess right? you don't like it. I haven't said a word, man. You're the one talking about the haircut, not me. <laughs> can I get a hello? How you doing? No, I can see it in your face already. What can you see in my face? I, oh, you don't understand. It To me, it becomes a mind game.
2: So you've seen uh, Deadpool, right? No, I haven't seen that. Wow. Are you kidding me? Okay, so put that on your list.
1: Put it on the list. Deadpool? That's a little, that's a little morbid if I remember that one. Ryan Reynolds? That's a little morbid. I, I might get morbid. to it one month, Really good. Anyways, his
2: his girlfriend in the movie, her name is Vanessa or whatever, has long hair. I think that girl is beautiful. What's her name in real life? I have no idea. So I'll find out. Okay. So um, I think that girl is beautiful. So there's a show when I was with my ex that we were watching. It was a remake of a 1970s show called V, right? Okay. So they remade it in like 2007 or something like that. So for the longest time, I'm looking at this girl and I'm like, wow, this girl looks insanely familiar, but I can't put my finger on who it is. And then I saw Deadpool, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's the same girl from V. I'm telling you, I find her so hot in Deadpool. I did not find her attractive in V. And she has the prettiest face. She has an, a very attractive face. I'm, I'm going to show you. The, I'm going to look her up. I think Bree's looking her up. But yes. I don't find her attractive in V. I didn't find her attractive in V whatsoever. Sorry to hear Deadpool, that. fine.
1: Fine, huh? So fine. Fine, huh? Yeah, I guess that's what you would call it. Yeah, I got, I, yeah. So yeah, I, I fell into a trap yesterday. One of my one <laughs> of my Sorry. one of, one of my buddies calls. What's her name?
2: Morena Bacarin. I have no other shoes. Oh my. Oh my. my I'll my. look her up now.
1: One of my buddies calls me and you know. So, hey man, do you have any, you know, you the like, guy is super eligible Doctor's got loot like crazy, handsome, great, like the guy is really highly successful. And uh, you don't have any friends, well, guy. You I mean, understand, you know. And so then my wife goes, no, there's a bunch of women at Slam the teach, And I'm like, all oh, right, you wanna mess with me, but <laughs> I always do the same thing. I go, oh yeah, I go target rich environment at slam, talk to me. Just like that. I go, well, I, I go So then my wife puts it, Oh, there's a couple of young girls, but they one just got married and the other one has a boyfriend. They would have been perfect for you. I go, no man, they were too young for you. He goes, Hey, I don't mind young. I go, No, 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 listen to me, bro. I you gotta maneuver through this. I go, he goes, what is this, like a menu? I go, I'm not talking like that. I wouldn't say that. I go, but this is this is something that I think you need to have the essence and understand what is in the table. I go, there's a lot of very intelligent women, many of who are single, and it's different strokes for different folks. I go, a lot of them are very attractive. I go, look, and then I point out one, and I said, look, why did I point out one, Frank? Oh, no. Oh, my God, really? I go. Okay, so here we go. I've never met this person before, okay? Explained why, look, I, I just saw her. Like, was like, I'm like, no good deed goes unpunished. I said, Gus, I don't know anybody. I can't hook you up with anybody. Sorry, bro. I don't know anybody, man. Shame. I'll, if I hear of anybody, I'll let you know. Uh, d- dangerous, dangerous. Of course. In shark-infested waters. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> and you think I know better, right? Well, I got comfortable in the convo. Of course, it was all in jest. Give me a break. Be everybody's grandfather. That's how old I feel. No, come on, man. Are you kidding me?
2: Yeah, because you. I don't
1: feel old. like a young whippersnapper. You know that day's coming up soon. You I, know why this is happening? I figured it out. day's coming up soon. You know
2: what? I just figured it out. I know why this is happening.
1: Let me guess. Because your birthday's coming up. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. Of course it does, because oh. you start
2: putting into it, oh my God, I'm going to be 52, I'm
1: going to be 52. Okay, 52. I can't change and that. And then all
2: of a sudden, your body starts, and it becomes a body. psychological thing, so you start feeling sick. Why is it always that you get sick around the same time?
1: I don't get sick around the same time. Oh, around the same I time. I get into car accidents a year ago this time. I got sick in October. I don't ever get sick, by but the way. the year way.
2: before, you got sick around this time. Oh,
1: I don't ever get sick. When in life do I get sick? When you
2: got dragged out of the house, uh, that, the was, house uh, that was that was that was Halloween.
1: That oh, was not my birthday. It was that Halloween. was
2: Halloween. You're right because I was going to a Halloween party.
1: See what I mean, Jelly Bean?
2: My theory's debunked.
1: Debunked. Can't do that. Told you. All under control here. Anyway, um, allow us to go no further. without complicating our lives and running down scores in the game of Major League Baseball last night, the 17th day of October. You know on Monday they don't play a lot of baseball, but they did some. At least the Cardinals did. They beat the Cubs 3-1. to Cubs dropped to 13-7 on the season. Cardinals barely played. They're 5-4. That was game one. Of course, that was first of a twin bill. In the in the nightcap, I guess is was that what they call that nowadays?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I think that's still called that. Nightcap
1: Cubs level it off. They beat the cards five to four. So Cubs now fourteen and seven. Correct yourself, Larry. I was busy watching basketball. Jays over the Orioles seven to two. Yankees complete the four-game sweep. I didn't realize there was a fourth game, a wraparound. I thought the series was over last night. So I misreported that. I apologize. I genuinely apologize from the bottom of my heart. Considering I'm a Yankees fan, Yankees now 16 and six. Red Sox continue to suck at six and 17. Braves over the Nationals seven to six. Metropolitans over the Marlins 11 to four. Looks like the Marlins are skidding back to reality. Regression to the mean. Those and more. Actually, yeah, there's a couple more. White Sox over the Tigers seven to two. Love that. White Sox playing good baseball. Start rough start. Now they're 12 and 11. Twins over the Royals, 4-1. Padres, 14, Rangers, 4. Tatisco's yard twice. I heard there was a near skirmish. I love it. Oh, player-on-player violence. Love it. Astros eke out another one, 2-1. Lord have mercy. Carlos Correa drove in two runs with a double. The only two runs of the Astros. Funny how they're (laughs) scratching and clawing for runs. That's fun. Diamondbacks over the A's, 4-3. Angels on top of the Giants, 7-6. Dodgers better than the Mariners, 11-9. Corey and Kyle Seager played against each other, each hitting home runs in that contest. Those are your games in Major League Baseball last night, 17th of August. Come back from break. We'll talk a little basketball. It's playoff time. We'll run down some scores, talk about some games. Oh, we got so much more. 8 o'clock hour, we got the Amigo of the Week. We'll explain that on the other side. Good morning, Amigo. Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Hey, look what
0: I found. A radio. Radio. This is SiriusXM XM 145, Slam Radio.
5: I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water but maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
0: Good morning, amigo. Hey,
2: man, look, if they pick up two of Manuel Apolo, too, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't matter. You I don't call him
1: that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. I don't know Whatever if they're you want to call
2: him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manual Apola.
1: Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect?
2: Tua Nigga Manual
1: Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua
2: Nigga Manual Apola. Tunga, Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manual Apola. Tunga
1: Vailoa. Tunga Vailoa. Tunga Vailoa. See? That sounds much better, that one.
0: Good Morning Amigo, weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. We'll be back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio.
5: My mother was always very active and independent and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after
3: my son told me, mom will figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
4: There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know... You know, that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part.
0: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
6: This is Jarvis Landry and you're listening to Slam Radio.
0: And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145-SLAM Radio.
1: personal perspective right so i don't even want to talk about the personal but the last 365 for me have been relatively unique from almost being killed in a car accident to being on good morning america and going to the super bowl to being locked up in a quarantine (laughs) yeah and many many more things many many more um weird just a strange year. So everybody has a different perspective of how weird that year is for them. But when you're watching sports as an observer, right? And you're trying to understand what's going on, because you're just watching it through a TV. There's no spectators at a game. There's no essence or a feel of a crescendo of any sort. Everything is fake noise. So at first I liked it. I, I don't, yeah, I don't like it gone. Make it go away. i almost rather be quiet, which is weird, because in the beginning I wanted, I don't think I mind the ambient noise so much, but when it sounds like it's fake, I don't want to know about it. And since we're more aware of the fact that there's no one there, it's sounding more fake. Every time we watch a game. The basketball's hideous already. I can't deal, I get, I can't deal with the basketball thing already. It's getting old, if you know what I mean.
2: I mean, the only thing that about the basketball thing is that like watching the playoffs yesterday, yeah it did see, it did feel like the playoffs, um but you were missing those certain moments that a big shot was hit, and then like the fans all of a sudden explode, like watching the images now of like last year it it seems weird to me like because I guess I'm getting used to now how it is. It doesn't necessarily bother me like it's bothering you
1: but you, you must you must admit that. What's the best way to put this? You you've got to admit that be be that what it may, yesterday showing me that this is going to get fun.
2: Yes, it did. This is going to get interesting. Yesterday was exciting. I had basketball on from 1:30 all the way through until Addison took over and my TV as a hostage.
1: Yes, I don't know how I snuck a movie in it. You know why? Because the first game I didn't really care
2: about. Too. Well, you ended up getting an alert, so I know you ended up shutting off the movie and then going watch the game.
1: Yes, I did that because towards the end of the game it was... Uh, and it was a great game. I ended up watching...
2: That That was actually the the, the most fun game of the, entire, of the entire day because then the Brooklyn-Toronto game was a blowout the entire game until Brooklyn kind of made it interesting towards the end of the third quarter and then until Toronto just finally took off.
1: Toronto's a good basketball team, huh?
2: Toronto is a great basketball team, and I think they're going to go pretty deep. I think I have them facing off against the Heat in the in the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: This Van Vliet guy's Van guy. Van
2: Drake. Van Vliet. This is Van Drake.
1: So, don't the Celtics baffle you? So, the Celtics look like they're so much better than the Sixers on paper. Mm-hmm. And they can't get out of their own way. I mean, they won. But the reason why they're human is because... God, do, do, do they they keep everybody in the games they play? Like, I
2: don't trust that team. That's the reason why. Because they allow everybody to stay in the game. In fact, we did a bracket challenge between all my friends. And I have the Sixers beating the Boston uh, Celtics. I am said the Red Sox. The Celtics in six games. So Because I don't trust the Celtics.
1: My, I told my son, I said, well, why would you be surprised if the Sixers won this? Well, because they got nobody. Said, okay, well,
2: I just... They have nobody to carry them through the playoffs, which is what I was telling you yesterday, especially with Simmons being hurt. But Boston's that team that they don't know how to put anybody away. Like Miami kind of has a similar problem because of the inexperience that they have on the team. But Boston, it's been, that's been the team. And they, and they have the experience on there, so it's a little, it's a little flabbergasting for, for Boston fans. But it, it's, it, 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 I don't trust them. So I had to pick the Sixers.
1: <laughs> that's interesting. Quick rundown on the NBA scoreboard. First day of playoffs. Nuggets go to overtime. Donovan Mitchell, 57 points. Nuggets over the Jazz, 135, 125. They take a 1-0 lead in that best of seven series. Raptors blow up in the fourth quarter. Blowing out, blowing out the Brooklyn Nets, 134, 110. Fred Van Leet with 30 points and 11 assists in the win. Toronto leads one game nil in that one. Celtics over the Sixers 109 101. Celtics winning game one. I guess game two is tomorrow. And then the Clippers over the Mavericks 118 110 to take a 1 0 lead in that best of seven series against the Dallas Mavericks. Those are your playoff scores. We'll be back on the other side. You're listening to Good Morning Amigos Series XM 145. Hey,
0: look what I found a radio. Radio. This is. It's Serious Xm 145 Slam Radio.
6: This is Dak Prescott and you're listening to Slam Radio.
0: And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius Xm 145 Slam Radio.
1: Ah, I've got to tell you, when you score 57 points in a basketball game like Donovan Mitchell did yesterday, you have to wonder if there's some Russian intervention. Is Donovan Mitchell that good?
2: I think he's pretty good. I don't know if he's that good, but I think he's pretty damn good. I like the way he plays. Um, Yesterday, he just... I think he tried to do too much towards the end and he didn't trust his teammates. That's the reason why... I mean, it did take him into overtime. He lollygagged and got an
1: eight-second violation, backcourt violation, because he took a sweet-ass time coming down the court. Ah, whatever. All their babiness comes out now in the playoffs.
2: He tried to split the D later on towards the end of the fourth quarter and um, ended up kicking the ball away, um, and it ended up Surprising. resulting in a turnover.
1: Surprising.
2: Djokovic picked it up. Picked it up.
3: Ah. <sighs>
1: I'm having fun.
2: Are you ready for the Heat game today? Yes. Four o'clock, baby. Game one. Heat Nation, stand up. You ready to go? <laughs> you ready to go, Heat Nation? <laughs> Let's you get really this going. That
1: guy? Are you really that guy? Oh. I thought
2: we established this already. Yeah. I am the pulse of Heat Nation.
1: No, you're not. I am. Are not.
2: I am. Me and Bree pump it up, and we g- g- all over the society. Oh
1: my God, the two of you.
2: Bree understands what it takes to be the pulse of Heat Nation.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Yes,
2: bro. I almost came in. You're lucky we're on Zoom meetings professionally all week because I almost came in my Vice jersey with my Bernie wig.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I almost came the way I was going to be dressed up for that virtual fan fest that I didn't get selected for
1: mm-hmm.
2: because I had to make room for Stu and you're, you're a little salty about it, aren't you? All these other people. The
1: Shack might be. It took my hard.
2: seat. He took my seat. Stu has gotta do there.
1: Yeah, come on, you got ESPN. Let me have that. So I got worried about you in the last I mean a couple segments ago. Why? Because the whole long hair, short hair thing. Why? Come on. Well, because like you really you really took to a very aggressive nature to when you decided that short hair means nothing with me. Nothing with me. X.
2: La Cruz. Find me a girl with a pixie cut hair and a, and and, and I'm telling you, you won't find one that I'm going to tell you, yeah, I find her to be really, really hot.
1: Do you know that there's a re- there's research from was about 15 years ago that shows that men perceive that women with long hair are healthier?
2: Well, I mean, I've, uh, this is going to sound very machista of me, but I've always thought that guys should have short hair and women should have long hair.
1: That does sound very machista.
2: I know. That's why I put the disclaimer out there beforehand.
1: Bro. <laughs> Why? But it also, in the same study, was determined that while, you know, long, medium-length hair can make a plain woman seem more attractive, the truth of the matter is attractiveness of women whose faces were conventionally pretty were pretty much unaffected by hair. So if you're pretty, you're pretty with short hair, medium-length hair, long hair. If you're uglier than the wind, then let that hair grow so that it flaps in the wind and you look prettier than you're supposed to be, which... If you really break it down into layman's terms, like, if you're like, well, you can't make generalizations. If you would have made generalizations going into that, the study matches the generalization. It's a perception. No, it's very simple. How many times have you seen someone that's really ugly or of the opposite sex with perfect hair? And you go, whoa, hair flapping in the wind until they turn. And you go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good from far, but far from good. I'm far, far from good. Getting his head shake back right here. I'm telling you, like there's some that, that's some tough stuff. Look, my wife's oh, best. friend. Oh, wait a minute, hold on a second. Oh dude, today's Tuesday, isn't it? Oh yes. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. He just remembered. Oh no, he's gonna call today. Yes. Oh no.
2: My wife, listen, my wife has her best friend. Walked her
1: way. Tua for Tuesday. What is it? Tua, Tua Tuesday. He can't even say it. Tua Tuesday. <laughs> Whatever he tries to say on Tuesdays, we do it for Tua. My brother-in-law wants his three minutes of fame every week and wants EP credit. Like, uh, go ahead. I, I'm already sidetracked.
2: So anyway, so my wife's best friend, her name is uh, Rachel. So she had long hair when I met her. I thought she was very pretty. I even told my wife, I was like, yo, look, I'm, no offense. Let's get this out of the way right now. But your buddy's I, hot. <laughs> I think your friend is very attractive, right? Um, So one day she shows up at the house, head shaved, like on the done. side. You're done. With some crazy mohawk new <laughs> school. flipping the front. And forever. I, at her, I go. Forever. Yo, how about your friend? She's like, oh, she looks great. I go, no, she I doesn't. I don't even know her anymore. <laughs> like, what's going on? And from that moment forward... I want my waist, so give it to be uh, From that moment forward, I've always looked at him like, yo, Rachel's just not the same. She's just not the same. Rachel I knew. I even told my wife, I go, can you try to encourage Rachel to
1: try to grow her hair out a little bit for her well, wedding? Well, for you, it's done. You're skewed. No, it's done. You're skewed done. already. And she has to You're grow done. her hair back out, though. You're done, though. But it doesn't matter because you forever see the mohawk. You'll never oh, no, go back to that. You're done. You some said it earlier. With, like,
2: some, some color on the end of the tips. I'm like, yo, who you are, you? Like, are you? You said it earlier. A rock star or something all of a sudden? Like, yo, like, you sing at night? Like, what's going on? Well, but
1: at the end of it all, Frank, isn't it so to say that, like, look, dudes are pretty ugly. Women are pretty. Like, what? Aren't women beautiful? Like, we're not very beautiful. We're just gruff and guy and... uh, Everything that G's, grunts and... goes to the bathroom and... Just game, ooh, ooh. very primitive. Women have layers, and they, uh, you imagine they're like they're chameleons. One day they look one way, but they still have that inner beauty.
2: It's unreal. I think one of the reasons why Russell Brand broke or uh, divorced uh, Katy Perry because she was too pretty for him. No, she was super ugly in the morning.
1: Like oh, she needed all that makeup uh, like, stuff. Let's up. look at her inner beauty, shall we? I think she's very pretty. No, so am I supposed to say this? But so the Anglo-Saxon woman is not my preference. There,
2: okay, not mine either. Not- but there's exceptions. Yes, there are exceptions. Like Natalie, Natalie Portman is
1: an exception. Britney Spears is an exception. Although I was warned today that long hair. I- Brit-
2: Natalie Portman is. N- an
1: exception. Natalie is actually is I guess from Jerusalem. I believe that she's Israeli. Well, okay. I see it, maybe. I, I, I just think she's really pretty. Whether the hair was shaved like it was in that movie or when she's in, well, she was young in Star Wars, but you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, she she was born in Israel. Born in Israel? Yeah. Did you look up the girl that I had told you earlier? The no, from, I didn't bother. The girl from uh, Deadpool.
1: I didn't bother. I, f- I feel like it, it made me feel dirty around Natalie. No.
2: Come on. I'm, I'm going to sure, send you the You'll show her to me later. No, I'm gonna send it a picture right now. Sure it's really later. But let's dude,
1: why would anyone make a big deal about Elvis Week?
2: What do you mean about Elvis Week? Do you know it's Elvis Week? Like Elvis Presley week? Like uh,
1: home for my This is the blue first blue time that I've ever heard about this in blue. 37 years. I Okay, but I said it yesterday too. I mean, I get it, but to
2: have a week <laughs> like, like I've heard of the king. Of
1: course. Blue king. Blue Elvis
2: blue Presley. Shoes. But a week? Why is it Elvis
1: Presley week? Because Elvis is the king. You
2: ain't nothing but a hound dog. We don't have a Michael Jackson week. Crying all the time. Mm -hmm. We need a Michael Jackson week. You ain't
1: nothing but a hound dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Crying all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you ain't every other rabbit gun. You ain't no friend of mine. She said she was high class. Oh, that was just a lie. Oh. It was high
2: class. What's that? Graceland must be bumping right now. But that was just a lie. Oh, yeah, ever called a rabbit, ain't no friend of mine. Well, they're honoring his death anniversary, which is his 43rd anniversary of being dead.
1: You know, I remember when he died. I was in New York. You were alive. The uh, the news came out, and and I remember... I remember my Christ. brother, my brother delivering the news in his very Brooklynese. It he goes, "Hey, you hear?" Well, Elvis Presley croaked. I can't make this up. Did you start crying? No, I was it
2: was nine. But you knew who he was, though. And
1: I went, "Oh!" He goes, "Yeah, he was taking a." He said the word "itchay" as I say it in Igpayatnle. <laughs> And he I mean, dropped dead. <laughs> is that really how he died? Yes. No, 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 no. Oh, you didn't. Wait a minute. I did, I did not know how, how Elvis. If we're going to go ahead and have a week worth of Elvis, we're going to say how he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopped yeah. up on pills on uh, the deuce. Oh, my God.
0: Hey,
2: you
1: ain't going to go and you ain't no friend of
2: mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: The first lady is really not happy with me today.
2: Oh no! Uh, whatever. We're off the rock.
1: I warned her. You sure you want me healthy? <laughs>
2: this, is, this is what happens when there's new discoveries in your life. No,
1: this is what happens when I
2: get healthy and I can be myself again. Yeah, my so my wife was I was looking at your son's Instagram like from Sunday. I was looking at it last night. That's
1: when I was, was coming back backwards. to life. I got and you a were lot running of calls. around
2: and my wife goes. My wife wasn't looking at it. She heard and she goes. Is that Larry? And I go, yep. And she goes, Isn't he supposed to be sick? And I'm like, Yeah, he's supposed to be sick.
7: <laughs> well,
1: I, I just wild discovery that my son likes. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down.
2: He does talk You're about um, Atley a lot, right? Rick Atley. Ashley. Ashley. That's what Astley. he always brings him up
1: though. And if he has his little Pompadour like him too. I'm going to say goodbye. I'm going to tell a lie. I hurt you. Yeah, man. So he's into that. And I come to this discovery. So, with all of the wattage possible in my hands, allowed to play without getting another migraine, because I was feeling a little better Sunday afternoon. And this was almost, yeah, this was Sunday afternoon peeking into Sunday evening is when it really was. Um, So I played it. But he trapped me. I don't know how he figured, but once he heard the song, he turned on his phone, stood behind the door, and waited. And he was already filming that song. Oh, that's when you come into the room. And I come in, that's not choreographed at all. I go with it once I see his phone is in. I go, this guy ambushed me. I don't believe he did this. (laughs) Because I come to mess with him, and he catches me right. But I figured, yeah, yeah, he punked me on that one. Because the moment I play it, he's got to be saying to himself, oh, wait a minute. He's going to come tell me something now. Like, he figured it out. Yeah. Uh, very, very funny. Anyway. Yeah, I, I'm not Elvis Week. I'm sorry. It says he died of a heart attack. Of course he died of a heart attack. Well, he was taking a dump after being hopped up on pills. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> that was all mentioned in there.
1: It was mentioned in there? Yeah, yeah. Yes! Oh, so you see, I wasn't lying. That's funny. Though. So I, was, I have a good memory from when I was a kid, huh?
2: Yeah. yeah. Even though it happened like 130 years ago.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's funny, though. So you guys used to bump Elvis Presley music through, like, your entire apartment? Who? Your, your family. Who? Your family. No. Yeah, your mom and your dad and No. Your brothers.
1: No, I don't think you understand. No, the only <laughs> song I will be candid with you. Why are Elvis? you getting so defensive well, about it? I don't though. I like Elvis. I never liked him. Oh, I didn't know this. This is a new revelation. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm telling you. The first lady's not going to be happy with me. I don't like Elvis Presley. I'm going to leave it at that. Wow, it's a new Listen, discovery. Listen, for- I can be a very conservative Cuban, but I can also be an open-minded American, right? I'm sorry, bro. I'm just... I don't know. Something makes me uneasy. I don't like the guy.
0: Is he talking politics again?
1: No. Nope. Not even... Amanda, shut up. <laughs> uh. Man, I'm not gonna cast any aspersions. I'll wait to break to tell you why there's a little hint of me and not liking this guy, right? But whatever. I appreciate his music. I obviously know some of the words of some of his songs, and but there was no listening. Now I will tell you, old stank ass Elvis Presley sweating, sweating his testicles off in Vegas, trying to make a hundred grand a show so you could get more hopped up on pills, right? There's a song he did. His last number one. You wouldn't know anything about it.
2: Jet House Rock? No. Mm, Hound Dog? I don't know Elvis music. I just know the names of the songs. I know that Eminem always rapped about him, especially in Second City.
1: Yeah? Why would he rap about Elvis? I'm curious. I never made the
2: correlation. Mm -hmm.
1: So, you know, Elvis was known for being a guy that, you know, fought the establishment because they were trying to kind of censor him, if if that if you will. So the Americana spirit rode through him as a hero, right? But I don't, I'm not a fan of his. I'm, I'm just not.
2: My family wasn't. I was just curious. I'm just asking. Uh, you. I mean, you're... At all. I, I'm guessing that in your house in Brooklyn and around those times, you guys were blasting, like, a lot of salsa and Zambia and stuff like
1: no, that. No, you see, because my my dumbass father didn't like salsa. He would say dumb comments about what that music was for and who oh, it was no. for, because he thought it was better than the people who listened to salsa. Which is why I would listen to salsa very loudly. So I would pull up <laughs> in my house playing salsa very loud, all the time. So what was blasting then, salsa when you were mad at your dad oh, and mad. like disco. I would do everything to irritate him. He was my Dwight and I was Jim. <laughs> all right, I would do everything in my power to irritate him. Absolutely, bro. You know the story about the Giants win the pennant,
2: right? Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) Brie, check this out. There's a famous moment in baseball history, right, where his team lost a game. (laughs) And the last step back, some guy hit a home run. In fact, I'll show you. I have the picture around here somewhere signed, okay? And the announcer goes, and when when the guy hits the home run over the wall, he starts saying, the Giants win the pennant. The pennant is the championship. The Giants win the pennant. They had just beat the Dodgers. My dad used to work overnight shifts at a hospital. And on the show that would air Saturday mornings, it was called This Week in Baseball, they play this clip. So what do I do? You, you can't pause the DVR and do it. The, I had 12 <laughs> seconds to think. I went, I ran into this room. I turned on his TV to the channel. And raise the volume in both TVs and just ripped him. The Giants with the body. Oh the Giants. God. And he was like an hour and a half into sleep after working a 10 or 12 hour shift. Yeah. These are the things that <laughs> we do to torment him. To torment him. It was oh god, psychological warfare from day one. So are you kidding me? So why did your dad disappear on you again? <laughs> Because I was in his head. In your head. In your head. In your head. In your head. Hey, hey, hey. So Elvis, not Santo de mi devoción. Not not a big fan. Yeah, but my dad liked Pedro Infante, Jorge Negrete, Mexican music, which I didn't care
2: for either. Was that, like mariachi stuff? Yes, a oh little bit. Oh, my God.
1: And he liked uh, Julio Iglesias and Camilo Sesto.
2: Okay. Yeah. Like Jose Jose? I don't know, but he liked. Like, that's, like, that's like Julio Iglesias. That's territory. okay,
1: bro, because I would play freestyle music. Um, and if I wasn't playing freestyle music, it was the right, 87s when Public Enemy came out. And oh, I yeah. would, oh my God. Fight the power. You don't understand what I would do. Oh, it was horrible. That didn't last long, was it? But yeah, he knew. He knew I was not. <laughs> Like that. But anyway, all I say is this, this man. Is you're gonna give a man a week, a whole week. Who's that man? Who gets a week in anything that they've ever done in their life? So I I'm gonna set the terms here. Like Michael Jordan does not get a week. Are we good with
2: that? Does Kobe Bryant get a week?
1: No. You're starting to figure out that there's not a lot of things or people that are gonna. I don't get a think week.
2: anybody should get a week.
1: Oh no, there's some. The Pope. Oh no, there's some. No, 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 no. The doctor himself, Martin Luther King, absolutely gets a week.
2: Okay, fair enough. But he only gets a day.
1: Week. No, that's what agreed, I said. Agreed. Cassius Clay, aka, because that's what his aka is, because his name was Muhammad Ali. His mama like named he him Satan. I'm yeah, a man. That's always the joke. My name is Clay. I'ma call him Clay. But he had the courage to stand up to something he believed in, to stand up for something he believed in, and set an example. And whether you agree with the politics, disagree with the politics, Muhammad Ali is an institution. does Ali get a week? Hundred percent. Who else? I don't know. Does uh, Alves get a week?
2: No. I don't see why. I, that's the well, reason why. Because we're Because I
1: want to know outside of music, right? Like maybe I don't know enough.
2: Well, I mean, he ended up so fine. So he was the king of pop of, of rock and roll, right? King of rock and roll because Michael Jackson was the king of pop.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But at the end of the day, he was he but was he was a known. He drug had user. concerts and stuff, right? But he was a known drug user. Okay, and but
1: and I, he had concerts and stuff, right? So I got to imagine he had to employ mm-hmm. musicians that were African Americans. At least I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Especially he had so much soul, right? So the one thing that Elvis doesn't get credit for is his crossing of genres. I don't know if you know this. No. Oh my God, that man sang gospel music, sang I country music. I didn't know music, that. Sang. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, unbelievable.
2: I believe the country music because back then it was. It, that's kind of how the rock and roll kind of intertwined a little bit. Softer music back then. It wasn't hardcore stuff like the way you hear now.
1: So, I don't think anyone is as big a legend as they make them out to be, or as bad. Of a pariah or a villain, as they're made out to be. I firmly hold that true true to everything I've ever learned in life. And I stick to that. And that's how I that's how I gauge, that's how I judge. Sometimes the most amazing people surprise me. And sometimes the most surprising people amaze me. Hmm. It's a funny thing, man. But Elvis did mark a time, right? So, you can establish your greatness if you get through all the groups, right? So, the adults were up in arms trying to kind of push him away, right? But if Elvis doesn't stick to doing what he did, the kids don't dance to the music they want to dance to. He served our military. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Uh I think it was all staged, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of stuff, but. So, I don't know if he gets on that week, but he's got it.
2: Does Mike, If he gets a week, doesn't Michael Jackson deserve a week? Michael
1: Jackson does not get a week.
2: But he's the king of pop. My, Michael Jackson does not get a week. Had more singles than Elvis. More hits. He was Which are, and I'm telling you,
1: I don't think Elvis deserves a week. So, definitely, I don't think Michael Jackson deserves a week. I don't think the Beatles deserve a week. No. That's crazy. Because it's got to transcend more than what you do. He's got to be more than being LeBron James, a basketball player. LeBron doesn't get a week. No way. Wayne Gretzky doesn't get a week.
2: No, I wouldn't. I don't think so. Just because you're great at something doesn't necessarily mean you should get a week.
1: Does Motown Music get a week? See, now your view changes because I've made you think differently about what that actually might mean. Black History gets a month. Well, deserved I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Too. I'm so good with that. We're bargaining chip here day or week. And, and yeah, that's a month for sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You got to ask yourself those questions sometimes. Now perspective could change a little bit. But be tough who you give that week to. No offense to Elvis fans. Sorry, first lady.
2: It's so the first time that I've ever heard of anybody getting a week. Like I'm blown away in general that everything has a day. Like I'm annoyed already by it. Like every day is like, oh, it's watermelon day. But like come on, man. Like you gotta be kidding me already. Like we've we've blown this way out of proportion. But now we're giving people weeks. Come on. Yeah, a week is you long time. Like, if Martin time. Luther King doesn't have a week and he only has a day, Elvis Presley doesn't deserve.
6: Elvis
2: not getting a week. Let's in start my with book. a day. Give him a day. Let's start with a day. I'm gonna you go, go with LP that benchmark. Day? Great. That's, Give him a day. Yep. Come on, but, but okay. the king doesn't have a week; he has a day. So why are you giving this that's night? my
1: benchmark right there?
2: You're 100 you know, right on that. You I know agree.
1: what else is my benchmark? When the clock says we got to go to break, we'll be back.
0: Hey, look what I found! A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
6: What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam Radio.
0: And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm
1: get, uh, get my ass out there and vote a little later today.
2: Vote? What are you talking about? No, the like vote, vote?
1: Local elections and for commissioners and all that stuff. That's in your plans for today? When I get home, I'm going to walk over to the polling station, which is about a few hundred yards from my house, and I'm going to go exercise my right as an American to vote.
2: Is it only today?
1: Today's election day, so yeah.
2: Damn.
1: It's been early voting going on for like three weeks. Yeah, I know. But Why would I go drive somewhere and stand online line when the polling station's next to my house? Fair enough. So here's what I thought. They do the polling in the same church. As the cat lady. Where the cat lady likes to hang out.
2: Speaking of which, is she, still, is she still feeding the cats? Well, cats are mysteriously dwindling away. Dwindling
1: away, so to speak, I would say. Hmm. But I thought nonetheless it would be very unique to come and leash one of those cats and walk into the polling station with my leashed cat.
2: <laughs> Why is this? Just a little crazy?
1: Just because we love to feed them in hopes of perhaps he or she, whatever persuasion of cat I would select would need to defecate on the premise, (laughs) you know, or perhaps carry a little mini, what do they call that kitty litter box?
2: Right. Litter box.
1: Little little box. Yes. Handle their necessities. Hmm. So, I don't think I'm going to get away with that, but I am going to go exercise my right
2: to vote. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get away with that either.
1: Talking about exercising rights to vote. Did you know that in a way, shape, or form, today's a very historic day? Very historic day. And the dramatic battle of the Tennessee House of Representatives ended with the state ratifying the 19th Amendment of the United States Constitution on August 18th, 1920. One hundred years ago today after decades of struggle and protest by suffragettes across the country the decisive vote is cast by a 24 year old representative who reputedly changed his vote after receiving a note from his mother today is the 100th anniversary of the right for women to vote and it being included in the constitution of the United States of America ladies and gentlemen How about them apples? That's pretty cool. That's better than Elvis week right there. Yeah, no doubt. That deserves, that a, week. deserves a week. That deserves ah, a week. I can't want that to get a week. That's what I want to celebrate all week. Right there. That's a week's worth cool? of stuff. There, cool? That's right.
2: Woo! Bomber's excited.
1: The... The deciding vote. A dude got a note from his mom. You better know what you're going to do if I ain't cooking supper. I don't know what she told him. I'm going to whoop your ass. (laughs) Who knows what she said to that boy. That boy went and cast his vote, and the rest is history.
2: 100 years. That's crazy. So you
1: learn that on that day, a vote does matter. So when you have a day like today, which is an election day here, and in many cities around the country, Vote.
2: And make it makes me vote later.
1: <laughs> I'm voting. I know who I'm not voting for and I know who I'm voting for, but we're not talking about that on this show. Remember?
2: Remember. All right, good.
1: So you see what I mean? There's things that are worth giving a week to. Like, apparently it's National Aviation Week. All right, whatever. Uh, Mm. Should be National Wright
2: Brothers Week if you're going to do that.
1: Now we're blending it down a little bit.
2: Yeah, that's that's why I think that the National Day thing is a little bland already. Like, I think it's absolutely ridiculous for it to be National Avocado Day and everybody's lined up outside the Mexican restaurants to eat a Mexican avocado. Come on, man. Like, are you kidding me? Like, really? Like, that's where we're going? It was National Watermelon the other day. Uh, the supermarket put a big display in the front, National Watermelon Day, half the watermelons were gone. This is where we're going to now. So, like, it's being used, like, the same way that we use, like, Mother's Day and Father's Day as, like, a Hallmark holiday type of deal and Valentine's Day as a Hallmark holiday, just a reason for, like, to make money. That's what we're doing now with these things. So we're we're, we're we're advertising them as national days, but in reality, we're brainwashing people to go out and spend money at these consumers so then they can go ahead and make a penny out of it and everybody helps the economy.
1: More importantly, um... Why do we as a country decide that things are, it's National Peanut Butter Day? Like, like who, what, is, I mean, do they at least attach a day of significance to it? Like, is it the day peanut butter was invented? Or, like, I just, when I get all of this to me, I don't like it because it's fed to me. So there's a significance, right? So it's National Larry Milian Day. On 52 days a- years ago, on this day, Larry Melan was born into the world in Brooklyn. Blah, 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 blah. It's a
2: purpose. But would- a lot of these national, I'm pretty right. So, a lot of these national days are invented by organizations or companies looking to drum up interest. Um, that's where you get like National Drive Through Day. National Drive Through Day was created by the fast food chain Jack in the Box um, or National Underwear Day. Uh, from, the unlo- uh, uh, from the online underwear retailer, Fresh Pair So like a lot of these retailers are just making these national days Oh, let come celebrate National Bra Day with us Everyone gets 50% off their second bra I mean, you're, All you're doing is just kind of driving attention towards your company So then people can go ahead and do it And what happens is that the following year, you do it again And then the following year, you do it again And all of a sudden, three years, it becomes it becomes a trend and now all of a sudden, from this day forward, it's National Broad Day, and since it's National Broad Day, all these other retailers are jumping in on saying, "Hey, you can cash in on us for a National Broad Day." And before you know it, it's, it's it's a travesty.
1: Well, it does bring it to the forefront, right? Like you learn about stuff. Like we just learned about, like I didn't know it was the hundredth anniversary of anything today. I like that stuff. Right? I like that stuff too. But to learn more about the fatty agents and the the peanut butter, like no, don't do it to freaking commercialize your product, your industry. Let me tell you about kerosene gas. Uh, How about I I don't want to know about kerosene. And there's the other argument or discussion point. That you do generate some sort of commerce from this. when You generate an interest in something. And like you said, everybody went out and bought avocados. Well, then that's good for the avocado industry. Right? Right. But it's showcasing and whatnot. I just... I don't know. Like, national days were used to... Like, but like if it has any sort of meaning, I get it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if it's attached to it, if there's a meaning... Today's the 100th anniversary... Of the 19th Amendment, okay? There's factoid to that. Well, I mean, I'm not just deciding random day of the week and month of this year is going to be national. I pick my nose with my left finger day. It's taking the significance of what a national day
2: actually is because a national day is supposed to signify a celebration or some time off to observe something.
1: Well, but to, through its com- through its commemoration, I think, is where we can go ahead and... And then take the opportunity. So how come it's Cinco de Mayo and everybody goes to what they go to on Cinco de Mayo, but it's not really any sort of Independence Day or anything? And why are we so that there's people going to bars? So, I mean, it's the American way. I got it. I understand. I just can it have a little significance to a date. Like we blow fireworks up in the air on July 4th. You know why? Happy birthday to you because there's a freaking reason why.
2: Speaking of which, today's National Fajita Day.
1: I could do that, bro. You (laughs) don't on a Taco Tuesday. Really do like since that chicken is the only thing I'm eating right now, right? I'm not allowed to eat cheese, so I don't. Right? I think in that mess, I could sprinkle a few little leaves of lettuce, perhaps. Right? Just to give it some stuff and some something on it. Right? I'm not supposed to have sour cream, so I wonder what I could put. in. Uh, Hot sauce. I have to be careful with. So, I don't know how I would enjoy a fajita, but I could put vegetables in there, you see? Because peppers are good for what I'm... So, now we got peppers. Mmm. Fajita, chicken. Mmm. Onions? I'm not... There's a recall on onions. we got to be careful with onions. Really? That's all what I'm hearing.
2: Right. Oh, all right. Well, let's, I'm going to stop eating onions because I have a couple fresh onions that I just bought this weekend. But, yeah, but see, like, the National days for, like, the next week coming up, so... Um, tomorrow's National no, sorry. Tomorrow's National Potato Day And then Thursday's National Lemonade Day And then Saturday the two, is-
1: Those are two very good days Come on man
2: World Plant Milk Day no, What does do that mean? That
1: one I can't do But hold on
2: Lemonade Day? Get out of here But do we need a national day To celebrate lemonade? Yes Why is yes, that?
1: Because it's a very American drink I like that move That move's power move right there
2: That's an American drink?
1: What? Lemonade? Absolutely bro What's wrong with you? I don't know. What's the one before that you were complaining about? Because lemonade, absolutely. National Potato Day. Well, Idaho is a state in the United States. Potatoes are good. We eat potatoes everywhere. We eat French fries. We eat sweet potatoes. All right. We eat mashed potatoes. We eat baked potatoes. Let's see how many of these that you can
2: make. Oh, gratin potatoes. We eat all kinds of potatoes. National World Plant Milk Day.
1: That I'm not going with. Sorry, First Lady. You can plant your milk wherever you want. <laughs> I'm not doing that.
2: National Sponge Cake Day. Not doing that. Week. C- I like this one.
1: National Waffle Day. Got it, it, It's got legs. It's got legs. got legs. When is that, by the way? On I'm, Andrew's birthday.
2: Uh-huh. On Andrew's birthday.
1: Oh, gosh. So you know what's going to happen in my house that day, right? <laughs>
2: We're having waffles. You know what happened?
1: Oh, you don't know the story? No. About how my darling Clementine makes waffles for Ricky Bobby, and Ricky Bobby drives from I don't know where oh to come God. have waffles.
2: It's also the first day of school. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah! That was a very evil smile. Yeah. That was a very evil they blew smile. That out. one they, they should have made that a Sunday. Yo, I wish we had that on. Who camera? planned that one? You look like the <laughs> Grinch, bro. Like that smile just opened up and went from ear to ear, man. That was phenomenal. You want to hear
1: what the first lady has actually commented? Oh no! What? I'm dressing like an almond on Plant Milk Day. You really? See what I mean, bro?
2: So that what Plant Milk Day is like almond milk and stuff like that. 'Cause I celebrated then if that's the this case.
1: Poor guy. Uh, when is he coming on the show? When is her husband coming on the show? That that, that man. He is a man of, he is a man of God. He walks on water. I bet you he has long hair that floats in the wind. Like Fabio? Yeah. Like, close like, in the end, and angels <laughs> fly around. And this guy is unbelievable. What do you he say has
2: it? to have, like, a loose, like, white, like, long sleeve uh, button down shirt on so that, that way When the wind shuts yes! up, it blows. Yes,
1: through. yes. Like, made of silk. Yes, yes. He always looks freshly bathed. Like, I, that's exactly what I'm imagining him to be.
5: <laughs> oh, my
1: God. <laughs> you poor man. <laughs> <laughs> poor man. <laughs> Plant Milk Day. Are
2: you doing National Banana Split Day? Look
1: at this guy. Uh, uh, she, listen to him, she makes him food and he eats it like a champ,
2: bro. National Red Wine Day?
1: National Red Wine Day. I could see some people arguing for it. it, it, it does, there's a side of it that promotes health. So, yes, I think it's deserving of it.
2: So, if, if uh, National Lemonade Day is deserving, how about National Lemon Juice Day?
1: Negative Ghost (laughs) Rider.
2: And to round up the month, National Trail Mix Day.
1: Mm, That's on the bubble. I don't know why all these things deserve days. That's on the bubble. I don't think Trail Mix gets a day. Oh, September 7th, National Beer Lover's Day. Gets a day.
2: Gets a day. And then September 9th, National Wiener Schnitzel Day. The Wiener
3: Schnitzel.
1: <laughs> hey, the Wiener Schnitzel. What kind of Wiener Schnitzel will we be talking about? that what Wiener Schnitzel will we be eating? <laughs> I love my Wiener Schnitzel. Hey, look what
0: I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
5: A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
6: Good morning,
1: Amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way.
2: Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game, too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way.
1: So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, the yeah way. of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego.
0: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. We'll be back with Good Morning, Amigo on SiriusXM XM 145, Slam Radio.
6: I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat.
0: Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council.
3: A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: Slam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station. Run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny's, from the Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much. And it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back, no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind, and just be yourself, and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this one opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career.
7: You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua by Yo, Sway Callaway. This
2: is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Everything. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening
6: to Slam, Slam Radio.
7: Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find
0: and now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
1: So, look who has a workout with the Ravens this week. That does Bryant. Oh, wow, mm.
7: yes,
2: that'd be a good weapon for um, well, if he's not for over, Jackson, he's not over the hill for action. Jackson, no, he's not over the hill and he's a big body. Jackson doesn't have any big receivers like that.
1: So, apparently, we're back to unwritten rules on baseball. Yeah, we're back. So Here's what I'm getting is yesterday the Padres are engaged in a snooze fest against the Rangers. Oh, what a coincidence. The mother-bleeping Rangers again. (laughs) Fernando Tatis is at the plate. The count is 3-0. Pods are up by seven runs in the eighth inning.
2: They're up 10-3 in the eighth inning.
1: 10-3 in the eighth inning. They're not jammed. I guess there's two guys on.
2: It was the bases were loaded. Oh, the bases were loaded. 3-0 count, bases loaded.
1: 10-3, bases loaded, 3-0 count. Obviously, Coach gives him the take sign. He... Missed the take sign. Maybe he didn't. Um, the for, Rangers
2: are claiming that he that he didn't take the take sign. For the record. Which is funny because it's funny because if they if they knew that he didn't take the take sign, wouldn't they know more than what's going on and they wouldn't have yes. been down seven to three or whatever it was, yes. 10-3?
1: Yes. You know, you, 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 please let me get there. Okay, bye bye. This bad. is beautiful. <laughs> this is so delicious. <laughs> Ten to three, you're getting spanked. It's the eighth inning. And supposedly, I would never give someone a take sign unless I'm in a 3-2 ball game and I think it's going to help us win the at-bat. I am not giving a take sign in a 7-run game with the bases loaded. You do whatever you got to do. Consciously, a batter's going to wait a 3-0, but if it's a lollipop that you put it right there, which like was the case here, and they gave him a lollipop on 3-0 and he hit the ball a country mile, a.k.a. a grand slam home run, which caught my attention because of slam. You know, anything that says slam, I like. <laughs> um, and he hits his second homer of the day. Now the game is 14-4. to His manager immediately congratulated him, but also told him, you missed a take sign. Which again, I'm bewildered by this, but okay, so he missed it. So the reason I think it bothered the first-year manager, uh, Tingler, on this, Jace Tingler, is because it's his first trip as a manager to his baseball home for the previous 13 years because he'd been on that Ranger staff for years. It's like, so I guess he has some reverence and respect for them, right? Mm -hmm. So the Rangers didn't take too kindly to this, right? So they show their displeasure in the next pitch to the next hitter, Manny Machado. They threw it behind them. Oh, they changed pitchers, and he put a new pitcher. That's true. It and was the, very the first, first pitch, pitch from, from, the- from Ian Gibot, right. who replaced Nicasio.
2: Um, Very first pitch, threw it behind Manny. Manny kind of just looked at him and shrugged it off like, okay.
1: I've been thrown at by better pitchers than you, loser. (laughs) And if you've seen those replays before, when they actually put one around home, I hit it a country mile and take my sweet-ass time as I run around the bases. So don't bleep with me. What is wrong with these guys, bro? I
2: don't know, man. I don't know what's going through their head. Probably the same thing that's going through everybody's head through this uh, pandemic. Because people are just acting a fool lately. Absolutely crazy, man. I don't understand why people are just acting so crazy. It's like it's just adding on to the craziness that's going on in the world. Every day you hear of a new story and just jaw-dropping. You're just like, what's going on?
1: Wah. I know. Wh And apparently baseball is the same thing.
2: Wah. You're just crying about everything. Wh First thing, I went to go look up to see if Brian McCann had anything to do with the Rangers. Oh, you
1: got jokes about put O'Brien Brian uh, in a garbage can. Look, look who has jokes. Well, that guy's a loser, though. Or whatever. He's a Yankee, too, unfortunately. So it's just funny to me that the, the, the Rangers getting indignant about the unwritten rules in a game where their asses are getting tattooed.
2: Sounds like the coach that you coached against. is about, hey, can you stop
1: scoring? You're already beating us by forty. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I'm doing you a favor. I go, don't do me any favors. Play basketball. Play defense. Don't play defense. Do yourself a favor. Play defense. I don't know I what. Point else at the is scoreboard. Remember that? I was such an obnoxious coach.
2: Oh yeah, ex- extremely obnoxious. That's why I, was I laugh. Really? That's why unhop- I laugh when you you know, talk smack about the trash talkers. So I had to call you out because you're Reggie Miller.
1: But hold on, as a coach, I am the. In best. life, you are just, just. I am. I am. Listen, no, not in life, but. In life, I'm actually rather subdued in life. I just take on a persona but sometimes coach. we're in a baseball game. But when, when the coach came out,
6: get out of here, man.
1: Do you, you weren't around when we had to play a game. Were you there? And they tried to change the time of the game for me. I said, nope, I ain't changing my time. Oh, was there? And remember, it was a, it was a group of individuals that had treated us poorly before. I go, well, too bad. So sad. I have parents coming. I'm not starting the game. Early, I'm not. That's not what we're doing. You figure out the other stuff. That's not my. I didn't make a mistake. That's your poor planning. So right. I have a basketball game, but this time that's the game. That's the time we're playing that game. Thank you.
2: <clears throat> in fact, was
1: could it have been the same team. I think it might have.
2: It might have been the same team. I don't remember, but it might. So have then,
1: then there. there's no coincidence to us being up by forty late in that game. Huh? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or I think it was, did it wasn't that like the JV team and then later on was a varsity team we had to play because it was in a tournament, wasn't it?
1: No, that the tournament, that was a different story. Okay. This one this was definitely here. That was the same team. Then, yeah, it was that team? Calls a timeout because I'm pressing late in the game with my backups.
2: With the backup? Bunch of guys that
1: hadn't played all game.
2: That's what backup. I was going to say. Like, what more were we supposed to do? Like, we already have our entire bench. And I said, playing. guys,
1: that's the defense we play. We play press. You don't always play. We play. Yeah, it's a press zone, bro. Nice. We had the
2: last guy on the team, the <laughs> last the guy, the guy that occupies the final seat in the bench in the game, draining threes, Yeah. Uh, and, and, and
1: multiples. And oh, multiples. What am I
2: going to do? Tell him to stop shooting threes? And they were purposely giving him the ball because they, want, his they wanted. They wanted him. The score, they would set the screen he so he was just he like three. four
1: straight. It was ah <laughs> <was the> <laughs> Julian, player. and I'm just laughing, and everybody giving me the evil eye. I, why would you tell someone, "Hey, slow down"? You're not three o. Uh, take one. No, I'm swinging for the fences, the, bro. These are the same
2: people that were raised and playing in leagues like the Play Sixty leagues or something. That like everybody has the equal fair chance of oh, playing. Oh,
1: my son had a great one the other day. He pulls out the two participation trophies from basketball. He got at an unsaid local rec league. And he points at them. And he looks at me. He goes, These are the two most useless pieces of equipment. I, have in my house. <laughs> I said, Why do you still have it? I go, He goes, Because it's actually funny to still have and point at it. He goes, It didn't mean anything. The way they structure in some of those leagues now, it, why bother doing it? They had a team that they were undefeated, but they weren't allowed to play in a championship game. They played the last scheduled game of the season. And they were the assumed champions. They had a better record than everybody else. That's it. But there was no championship games inside. Everybody's a winner.
2: So I go my um, Everybody's a winner. My nephew went to go play s- T-ball. He went to go play T-ball and they were watching the game. All of a sudden like in the 3rd inning, they take him out of the game. And nephew's the best player on the team. Oh. And they take him out of the game and now he's sitting for three straight innings. That's it, so it's I turned not into, his turn. I turned into dad mode. So I go to the coach. I go, "Hey coach, what did my what did my nephew do?" And he goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "The kid's the best player on the team. All of a sudden you have him sitting here for the last three innings." And he goes, "Oh, everybody has a fair opportunity to play." I go, "What?" I went right to my brother's wife, and I go, hey, look, we're taking him out of this league. You got to put him in a real league. <laughs> no, but it's league. fair because everybody plays. Like, He's the best player on this team. He doesn't deserve to be in a league like this. Go put him in some real competition. This is nonsense. This is pointless. I go, let me guess. There's no first place, right? He goes, no, everybody gets the same trophy. Like, this is, you're wasting your money.
1: They're all winners,
2: Frank. Listen, the purpose of putting the purpose of putting a child into sports <laughs> is to teach them adversity. Do I come off obnoxious saying that they're all winners? Yes, 100%. That's why I rolled right through <laughs> Just I, I no, steamrolled through you. I juggernauted through you. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. So, anyways. <laughs> But the purpose of putting your son or your daughter in sports as uh, as uh, being young so is not to teach all them <laughs> going through adversity. So if there's no competition and there's no, hold on a minute, they might be better than you. You need to practice more why? so then you can get your ass in there. When did that there. become bad? When did, when, did, when did wanting to be in first place become why? bad? I don't understand. That's But that's the reason why we have this soft-ass society of individuals that we live in now that they get offended by any little thing that happens. But it sucks to lose a championship game.
1: I've lost them. I've what, lost them also. When when does that become a bad thing? There has to be a winner. There has to be a loser. Like what? By obsession with watching other teams celebrate. But it destroys the emotional Emotion structure of eyes! a child. And we need to make sure that they have well, a positive guys, outreach. Guys, 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 guys. Instead of being when knocked on the butt. When you compete, the unwritten, forget unwritten rules, the unwritten contract you sign, When you compete in sports, ladies and gentlemen, is the notion that there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser and that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Sign here, don't sign here, you're competing, you're
2: part of this. But that teaches you about life. That's what I love about sports. When I grew up in sports, flagami, tamiami, it taught you about life. Because it taught you that life wasn't always about fair opportunity. You needed to work your ass off to get to that next level, to to put yourself out in front of everybody else. And that's what sports taught you. Man, we have a promo that plays through here, Pipple talks about it. You have to lose to understand what it is to win. And if everybody, if you're given the same opportunity as everybody else, how do you ever declare yourself as a winner?
1: I it's it's baffling to me. But it, look, those parts I far I'm concerned, I'd throw out those participation trophies. They're a joke. He, he laughs at them in a way where he doesn't just find it comical. He um, it's a point of reference to him. You see what I'm saying? He's found some sort of motivation behind it. He thinks it's funny thinks it's funny. He's also mature enough to understand the victories of life and the things that you get to enjoy. Not the spoils, but the accomplishments. You know what I mean? And he's getting an understanding of that. He saw his sister go through it. He's getting an understanding of it personally. He's been quite well, quite accomplished in school, the young man. So he's, he's understanding that. He's breaking out of his shell, becoming his own person. All that's fantastic. It's not because we taught him that winning wasn't everything. And you know damn well that I taught him uh, that. Losing was the second best thing that could happen in a competition. (laughs) The first one was winning. (laughs) Of course, dude, I used to get a hard time from people because I would play him in those video games. And I would do some stuff. I'd do some stuff. And when I had to humble him a little bit, I'd go crazy. The day I put 60 on him with LeBron, and he cried. I just looked at him. I said, then don't talk. Now he whoops me every time he plays me. I can't keep up with him. There's a rite of passage to that. That's a really good rite of passage. He learned something. He strove for something so that I could never put 60 on him again.
2: So I played my dad one-on-one in basketball until I was about maybe 19 or 20 years old. And that was the last time I ever played my dad basketball. My dad always told me that he'd play basketball with me until the day that I beat him, and he said that the day I beat him is because he's too old. My dad would whoop my ass every time that we would play. Like I'm talking about, like I'll put up a shot and he'll, ah, stuff, get that crap out of here, like in my face. I've got,
1: I've got a toughened video. me up. I've got a video two years ago, here at the gym at slam, my daughter taking it, and me lighting him up. He, I just gotten injured. I was weighing 250, and I beat him three straight games. I told you a story just a few months ago. He's taller than me. He's like, he has no business losing in a basketball game to me, and he still can't beat me. Still can't. He'll beat me soon. One day. Soon. Consistently, too. That'll be a good day. What's wrong with losing? Listen, I took a 3-2 curve in a championship game and got rung up. And got rung up. I'll never forget that. I let my team down, bro. I let my team down. Three, two curve. I had balls
2: to throw a hook. But uh, what happened? You let your team down, but it taught you a life lesson that you never want to be put in a position to let anybody you else a down. You better
1: swing at
2: 3-2! Right. So you never wanted to be put in a position ever in your life that you let a team down. Better teammate be ready to get the ball out of the damn so, park next but time. But it stepped you up an extra notch of who you oh, are as a person because wow. you've never wanted to let down a teammate Oh,
5: again. how
1: miserable was that? You know how one of those guys was mad at me? Life lesson. Now one of those guys was mad at me. Now, one of those guys was mad at me. It's a game, man. It happens. 3-2. Took a little something off it and cut it. I thought it was off, and it snuck in the corner. Inside where I can't. Ah! I looked at the umpire. I wanted to complain about the car, and I looked, and I just sat there. I said, son of a bitch, bro. He got me. What am I going to do? Miserable, miserable four days to the core. God, but I'll never forget that. W- we want to give them participation trophies. That wouldn't have That's a- the way to resolve their, their inhibitions in life of whether they're winners or losers. That wouldn't have
2: happened to you in, that, uh, in one of those Play 60 leagues, in one of those rec leagues. They would have given you a ball four, and both teams would have won the championship.
1: Is that a joke that I missed or something? Because I didn't get Meaning, it. Meaning, like, there's no winners and no losers. Yeah, old well, man, get with it. Nah, I didn't get it. That's all right. I'll tell you this. You're, you're, doing, you're doing some wrong to people. When you do that, I used to go into these football tournaments knowing that we had absolutely no prayer, right? So if you looked at the field and said, said, we're probably a middle-of-the-road team here. There's 32 teams, right? And you make it to the final four. You thought you were maybe in the top 16, or you're actually one of the top four teams. There was an accomplishment. Even though you lost your last game, even though you didn't win the championship, there was an accomplishment in knowing that you played better than expected. And you wouldn't purposely say, oh, we're the worst team here. We always figured at least we were middle-of-the-road. A bunch of slow white Cubans. And we would go and we were audible in Spanish and we would do things and we would win and we would win and we'd win again. Who are these little guys? Your worst nightmare. I they, Take that every day of the week to the bank, bro. That's satisfying. Oh, let's not make them remember they finished in sixth place. Yes. Yes. Let's do that. Let's go ahead and primp, primp, and let's let's go ahead and make make the Eagles feel okay. Get the bleep out of here. When did we lose? When did we lose sight of that? When did we get to that point? Not sure. Oh, mon frere, not sure.
2: I'm glad I grew up in those times of those Tamiami times and stuff like that, man. It was a lot of fun going to Tampa and playing those teams up there and then talking Spanish, and those teams, would really get mad at us because they couldn't understand a word of what we're saying. They
1: would get so pissed.
2: Like, hey, this is America. Speak English. Okay. ¿Está bien? Sin problema. And then they get mad because we were replying to them in Spanish. And then you go, and then you, put your
1: friend, you go... Man. And they would get angry And angry And angry You just don't know You just don't know Ooh, boy, you And then they tried to get up. the umpires And the referees mixed
2: in And be like Hey can you have them talk English please
1: <laughs> Dude they used to do that In the flag football tournaments So we had We had a, a, an audible system That was called Piña fresa Mame. <laughs> Pineapple, strawberry, and mame, which is I don't even may. Piña, mame, piña, mame. And what it was was it's just four men, you'd have the three guys in the front. So it was piña, fresa, mame. Funny. And off the line they would get a, a shovel pass or a pass or a slant. If you were on the outside, you you were getting so I said piña, piña means my guy on the left. is gonna take one step, slant, and I'm gonna jot him the ball, he's gone. Because he, he, as a quarterback, you saw something. Right? And then we had other ones, you know, and we would call it. And we would say some of the dastardly, like you would just not know what was going on. But And in Spanish, we'd go nuts. We would stage arguments in Spanish. Stage arguments in Spanish where we're all screaming at each other as a distraction to a direct snap to somebody who would go do some madness, throw a football to a wide open receiver, a run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this stuff that you couldn't draw on the damn... I, as long as you did it in Spanish, everybody was rattled. Everyone. You got in their head. Yeah. Love being in people's heads. I love being in people's heads. It's great. In your head. Hmm. In your head. In your head. In your, can you imagine being woken up to some Giants win the pennant thing. <laughs> giants win the pennant. The Giants win the pennant.
2: You're a troll, bro. Gi- yes. You're a huge troll. Yes, I am. You're a troll, man. Yes. And I'm not talking about those cute little fuzzy f- creatures that, p- that he, the girls used to play with with the crazy hair. No. no. You're a troll. Like a literal troll. Of the worst kind. The actually. worst kind of trolls. <laughs> I'm pretty
1: bad. Yeah. Yeah. So you agree?
2: Oh yeah, bro. The fact that you were able to come up with concoct that plan in 12 seconds it back in the day, long. where you weren't able to pause anything, and you just had to quickly—I'm sure you turned on the TV and you maybe clicked like five times to the right just to make sure you were on that right channel, and then you blasted it. That's pretty amazing. What did your father do when you when he you, when he you woke up to that?
1: Well, he jumped out of the bed. I literally ran out of the room. <laughs> he was screaming up bloody murder. <laughs> He, he Listen, let's just say he threw some stuff at me, almost said the word, and he tried to go back to bed. He really slept for like two hours. I, I ruined his sleep for the day. Number one. So here we go. Listen to this. So at this point is where I put it nice and loud, right? But Mel Allen, listen. Can you imagine? Two TVs at full blast doing that. So, um, yeah. I had. The reason I had the time, right, Frank, was because when I saw, before you'd go to break, he'd tell you he was going to talk about something historic. So I knew it was coming back. So I thought, okay, I got to time this. You know, I opened, nudged the door open, because he was a light sleeper. And I just had to make sure his TV would turn on. Back in the 80s, make sure his TV turned on, and that I could get his volume up as loud as possible. At just at the right time. So in the and I come back from break, I go, boom, I put up my TV, I open the door, I turn up his TV, and I timed it so well, the ah, Giants
3: with the
1: Giants with the and I'm laughing my ass off at him. Yeah. Serves him right for being a Brooklyn Dodger fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I would do. You know, mate,
2: I love it. I'm a troll. Troll. I love it.
1: (laughs) Come back from break. Keep it, continue riding you out till 11 in the A. That's not that bad, is it really?
2: Larry the troll million. How
1: is that that bad? What do you mean? That wasn't that
2: bad. It's pretty bad. Bro, you're kidding. You're already coming up with ideas like that? Yeah, it was. There was a forecast for Larry million to be a little troll growing up. And I see why your personality is how it is. Since I, have, since I have no, like, reference of, like, what your dad really looks like, like, you're telling the story of you running out of your dad's room. I'm picturing, like, Anthony running away from you and, like, you chasing him. Because you and Anthony were twins when
1: you guys were that age. Yeah, and no, I didn't look a lot like my dad. I've grown up to look a little more like him, but, which reminded me of something now that you said that. Let's go to break. Come back on the other side. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145.
0: Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio.
4: This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, put it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it, darling.
3: He's out
0: of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
1: Coming up after Good Morning Amigo, Younger, Faster, Stronger, the youth. This will be their last week on at 11. Next week, they'll be moving to a more normal time slot, which is from 2 to 3 p.m. on weekdays. There'll also be a mild change in the hierarchy there, and we're officially, Amanda, this week is her final week as the actual host or co-host of the show, as her right-hand woman has been Nicole Martinez. Nicole now taking over the helm, and the decision made is that Nicole will be the only, like, it'll be the host, So, she will have a gang of characters around her. um, But it looks like that gang is going to be strongly represented as far as co-hosting between Anthony, um, Idania, and most likely Mario. But I'm thinking more Idania. I like Idania in that slot there. That's good. So, uh, a lot of stuff coming down that bike. But also today, after the youth... Comes. Well, what's the opposite of youth, Frank? The elderly, right? Yeah, elderly. So after the youth, it's front page elderly three o five. And yes, because they got that got got sexy, then you got young, then you got old. So the old comes on with front page three o five, and and well. Who better to represent the oldness of the Front Page 305 than the one and only Walter Villa? Walter, how are you, sir? How's everything going?
7: Let me tell you something, man. I still got it going on. I don't care how old I am. Still got it going on. Uh,
1: okay. Good. I, listen, <laughs> as long as we're legends in our own mind, that's all that matters, my friend. Oh, I can't wait to hear you guys today. You guys are awesome. I love teasing you, man. It's it's about the only real kind of radio I can do because Frank's very sensitive. He gets very touchy, when <laughs> When I make fun of him, oh, he gets upset me. all the time. Yeah. It's like, ugh. So yeah, I, I, I can only you. goof I around you. with someone like you. You know, you get it. You understand. I, I realize, take a lot of
7: abuse on this show.
1: Yeah, I, well, I realized last week when you poked a little fun at me that you were down for it. So I said, good. This is what better time than when I intro him for his segment.
7: I mean, if you, when you abuse me like that, I'm not going to throw behind you like they did the, the Manny Machado. yesterday when he. When he didn't do anything wrong, what do you think about that? Fernando Tatis hit a grand slam. What's the problem well, was, with that?
1: I was talking about this earlier. I, I didn't understand why everybody was when their hairs were in a little in a tiff there. Um, why don't you are instead? You to,
7: are you supposed to strike out on purpose? There? I, I didn't know that.
1: And, but and then here's the question: you let off the you let off the, the 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 gas right a little bit. You let off the pedal. But does that mean the Rangers concede the game? No, so then I'm going to keep hitting home runs. I'm going to keep hitting line drives up your nose, all right, and I'm going to continue playing baseball, and your job is to stop me. And if I hit a 900-foot Titan home run on your ass because you still can't pitch your way through a paper bag today, then the score is 14-3, to and you just got to deal with it.
7: Right, and then you throw at Manny Machado, had nothing to do with nothing. it. Nothing. And that never doesn't make any sense at all.
1: But I laughed. I made the joke. Manny probably said to himself, man, I've been thrown at by better people than you. And be careful, because then the next pitch, I hit it a country mile and take my sweet-ass time running around the bases while I do it.
7: By the way, Larry, I know you're supposed to ask me the question, but I want to ask you a question. Sure. This may come up in our in our show today, but... I wanted to get your feedback. The Mar the Marlins we talked about it last week when they were on a roll. This this, this time last week Who are they? Lost, Who now, are those people? Now, now they've lost 6 out of well, they were 7 and 1 at one point and now they've lost 6 of 8 and and we were talking on our show when they were 7 and 1 and we we're saying, uh this is fraudulent. There's there's nothing really to there's no there's very little to say this is real here. Brian Anderson is is one and aguilar at first but for the short term he's probably trade bait uh what what do you think of jonathan Villar? because i think i think he's definitely got talent he's got speed he's got power but he's so undisciplined he's so almost like a selfish hitter and he he's one of those guys that will hit three and zero and pop it up i mean what 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 is sustainable on that roster?
1: So what's sustainable is that there's a lot of youth, right? So there's a lot of guys there, and and the one the ones that were winning weren't even part of of an equation, right? Uh, that they were even thinking about trying to compete with and not lose 100 games with. So that's what was astonishing to me. But what you're, you're riddled with youth, inexperience, during these weird times, right? You start the season off by getting everybody sick with COVID. And then you've got to deal with all that comes with that. So I think they've overcome a lot. But what I think that the only thing that's sustainable is let's get past this year because we have seen some talent. Uh, we have seen some, some real sparks of real talent on this team. The problem what, what is... is,
7: is what is the talent? Well, I mean, for start,
1: well, When you say who, like, the, give me an opportunity to explain to you that the starting pitching this year is far better than the starting pitching from last year got There is no doubt that I know it's a short term, but what you're seeing as starting pitching this year, although it's always being abetted by relieving, at the end of the day, this team is giving you some, some decent outings that they weren't getting last year for 162 games. I don't know if you agree with me on that or not, but in my eyes, well, th- that's how I see it as far as uh, their, their pitching is better. I also believe that even though they don't really have true power hitters on this team, right? I know they have this one the big man, the Aguilar guy, who keeps hitting home runs a country mile. But I don't know that in this league, where you're supposed to hit taters like crazy, if you don't have somebody to hit home runs, how you're going to be sustainable and compete. That's a problem they carry over from last year. I don't think they have power. I don't think they have a lot of power. and And quite frankly, that continues to be an issue. But... Are they pitching better? Are they playing better defense? Are they playing a little above their head? All of that, the answer to that is yes.
7: But, but but, but, Larry, I'm just talking about like individual players that, that's sustainable. In other words, you're the starting pitching, but three of their starting pitchers are out. El, Elias or Hernandez, I think that's that's pretty much a mirage. I'm not buying that. The only one maybe, Pablo Lopez, has shown something. Lopez he, threw well the other day,
1: even though he yeah. was in a losing stint, but I think he had nine Ks in that one.
7: Right, he, that, that that might be sustainable, let's see. But, like, they're young players, the ones that you really want to do well, like Monte Harrison. I mean, he's a strikeout machine. Is he fast? Yes, he's got some pop in his back. But he contact is not really his thing. Um, Lewis Brinson was a, guy, a, a big how guy in that trade. How many chances are we
1: going to give Brinson, though, right? <laughs>
7: like, how many right. chances I mean,
1: are that, we giving that kid? I'm, I'm about happy. That's had it what
7: there. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The guys that are supposed to do well, the guys that have done well, are the guys that probably won't stick around here for very long. Eddie Alvarez has been a great story. You know, Aguilar it'll probably, like I said, might be trade bait. But the young guys that you want to see do well, re- where are they? Um, y- you know, what do you think of Monte Harrison? Because that guy, I mean, he needs to find some plate discipline and make better well, contact. Well, it's,
1: it's all going to be about a battle with him. The other day it was so frustrating to see him hit, hitting out of the 8 or 9 slot. I guess it was last weekend, and, and and you just knew he was overwhelmed. And at this point, you know, the batting average shows that. But when you watch his at-bats, he is so overmatched in these at-bats that I think what's missing is he needs a few hundred minor league at-bats. <laughs> I don't think he's right. major league ready, you know? And he reminds me a lot of when they would try to bring up Brinson with a hope and a prayer, and Brinson wasn't ready. Either. Well,
7: so, he may never be ready, you as, you, as, you, as you said and and you just you just wonder and then, so when when everybody comes back, you can see Alfaro is going to be the catcher, Aguilar I guess will be a first base. So the Luin Diaz I kind of like him, and there there's a there's a an opportunity to maybe play Luin Diaz at first and Aguilar at DH possibly. Um,
1: but a kid, a kid like D is, you know, again, not enough at-bats. A lot of these youth needs to get at-bats. They need to get playing time. And what ends up happening is, this is the obvious, I don't need to explain this to you, is because they're inexperienced, the getting the experience ends up coming up with a lot of losses and not that many wins and a lot of errors and a lot of bad at-bats and a lot of things that let right. them gain their major league experience. The question is, how do you mitigate that with a group of guys that might be able to still perform, that might be able to still play at a higher level? And and you're right, right, Aguilar might be gone sooner than later, but you hope they might want to try to hold on to him because they don't have a semblance of anything that resembles power. And he's the first right, thing. Right
7: now, right now, I would I would put Diaz in to start at first base every day. Right now, he's gone opposite. I like his approach. If you notice, he's gone opposite field. He's getting bases. He's a good defender. I'd put him at first, Aguilar at DH. Mickey Ross would be the shortstop. Anderson at third. Second base is interesting. I have no idea what they should do there. Uh, the kid, Isan Diaz, opted out. You know, that was supposed to be their hope for the future. Correct. Eddie Alvarez is a 30-year-old rookie. He's been tremendous with his speed and defense, hasn't hit much. Nope. What do they do? Do they put Villar there, I guess?
1: But if um, you think about it, nobody on the team has really hit much. They've won on smoke and mirrors, which is why I told you, like, the only thing that to me is encouraging is, believe it or not, the pitching. Like Like, the pitching to a weird... On a weird level, is better than what we're used to seeing, and it's more encouraging. Whether you're talking about a Pablo Lopez, whether you're talking about, you know, guys coming out of out of uh, out of the bullpen, but again, the, the sample sizes are small. You know, is Hernandez a kid that you know is going to continue to pitch at that level? You hope so. But that's a lot better than what we were seeing last year, albeit a very short sample size. So in theory, what I think is going to happen is within the next thirty games, uh, the Marlins are going to be who the Marlins are going to be.
7: I don't think you what, know, I, what, what, what would you, who would you start at second and who would you start in the outfield? If they, if Don Manley suddenly unexpectedly stepped down and they made a surprising move and Larry million is the new Miami Marlins manager, are you putting at second base and then right center and left?
1: Well, obviously I, I love the idea of keeping Villar in, in everything that we do, right? Obviously. So that's a guy that I think would be my second baseman right off the bat. What other position did you say?
7: The outfield, right, right, center, and left. And first of all, are I you mean, surprised? That, are you surprised that you've been just been named the manager? Well, are I don't know why anybody surprised. would name me the
1: manager, much less the Marlins, <laughs> right? But uh, I mean, Dickerson's. Dick, I mean, he's a guy right now. But these are guys that are above the Mendoza line. Who are the guys that are going to make a difference? Do you take Monte and say, "I'm going to give you a million at bats so you can work your way through this and become a real"? solid big leaguer because somebody's seeing talent in him. That's the question, though. Am I going to waste my time giving him those at-bats? I don't know the answer to that question. You know, uh, there's a lot of guys that aren't, you know, uh, I don't think they're major league ready. I think he's one of them. Uh, You know, do you just go ahead and say, all right, well, Matt Joyce, I know you're not necessarily a rookie of sorts, but I I know what I have in you, and I'm going to, you know, he'd probably play outfield on my team if I gave me the opportunity to do the lineup card today. Um, Those are the guys that – but those aren't guys you, that you're going to win championships with is what I'm guys, I guess. Then, I'm
7: then you've got Jesus Sanchez is, uh, I guess coming back and he could be the right fielder. You got Harold Ramirez, you got Garrett Cooper. It's uh Rocco mango.
1: Yeah, no, I mango. But remember, you always have the sweet corn in there. It's important. <laughs> the mango with the corn in there. It makes the concoction complete. Talking to Walter Villa from page 305. You can hear them here from noon to one today. Um, that, that's just it. It's just a bunch of dudes that we don't really know who they are. And the reason the alarm sounds for a guy like Harrison is because I am telling you, it's, it's the redux of Brinson, which is the redux of what's the other character that the poor guy. He ended up getting a decent major league career once he got out of here. But he spent years being the hope and never became the hope. But, you know, I, I, guys like that, they're, oh, they're going to do great. And they're, they're spring training phenoms. And then they die in the middle of April. You know, I, it's, it's kind did of... You
7: see, uh, did you see the Mattingly ejection the other day?
1: The Mattingly ejection was about the most delicious thing I've ever seen him do <laughs> as a manager. Because <laughs> he's was like, great. okay, you're going to throw me out, we're going to discuss this. And he told him exactly what he needed to tell him. And I thought, well, I, I thought it was brilliant.
7: Well, that wasn't the funniest part. To me, the funniest part was the announcers were talking to a guy from the Negro League Museum in Kansas City. And the guy's in Kansas City, he's oblivious to the fact that Manly is just losing his mind right now. And he's giving an answer that took no less than five or six minutes, which is an eternity for answering a question. He just kept going on and on. And meanwhile, this this is happening on the field. (laughs) The Marlins announcers couldn't break in to interrupt the guy out of respect for the guy. Uh And and then Manly's coming on the field with his mask. He keeps trying to raise the mask. That was funny. It was slipping down
1: his face. That was so funny. He
7: bombed the umpire. I'm doing the the Michael Jackson moonwalk, and I'm backtracking from that. Cause I don't want him to get coronavirus on me. Yeah, and, man. Uh, you, you know, I mean, this ain't the this ain't the year to be doing argument. You know, I'd be backing <laughs> away from the guy. I'd be drawing a line with a bat, six feet, six feet, six feet. You stay
1: away from me, man. Okay, you stay over there. I stay over here, and that's it.
7: Um, I mean Billy Martin and Earl Weaver would not do well in the
1: coronavirus. No, era. they would not be good coronavirus managers indeed. What are you guys going to what do you guys have all lined up to talk about today obviously other than uh, than Major League Baseball?
7: We'll talk a little uh, Marlins. We have a, a great guest. We have Jose Panera. My boy,
1: Chiefs. Mr. Panera. will you tell him that the amigo says hello, Jose's a great guy.
7: Yeah, we're going to talk to Miami Heat because uh, in about a few hours from now, four p.m., the Heat uh, will strap it on and, and start their playoff run. So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about uh, Hurricanes football. They had a, uh, a scrimmage the other day in which everybody did great, according because they didn't let the media in. Hmm. So we're going to talk talk about what we can glean from those statistics released by the the U. Uh, so we got, uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about. Maybe a little Dolphins, uh, talk about the Dolphins. So uh, they're, uh, allegedly going to have a season, uh, soon. So a lot to talk about.
1: Pract- practice stats. That's what I'm looking forward to, to talk about practice stats. That's
7: good. Talk about practice. Uh,
1: practice. But, and then they t- now they have analytics in practice. I lose my mind over that stuff. Very, very funny. Jose pañeda is a wealth of information, man. What a great guy.
7: Yeah, we we'll, we'll. we'll- Try to speak some Spanglish and English and Spanish and we'll yeah, we'll do it up.
1: Super when I hinted. My brother, thank you for jumping on with us. You can hear them All today. Right, 12 to 1, front page 305, Walter Villa, Andre Fernandez, Manny Navarro. What a lineup. Of course, my son's their producer, which is funny in itself. Um, but always good to have Walter Villa on Tuesdays during the 10 o'clock hour here on Good Morning Amigo when we come back from break. We'll wrap this baby up with a bow. Good morning, amigo! Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I
0: found. A radio. Radio! This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
5: Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-hmm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever.
4: Hi. Oh, hey.
5: Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
1: Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. <laughs> oh, it annoys
2: me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game, too. Right? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I
1: can see it my way. Yeah, but your way is not the way. <laughs> so some people some people are really...
2: That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, yeah the of way.
1: course. You can't spell amigo without the ego.
0: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM XM 145. Slam Radio. We'll be back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam
3: Radio.
6: I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard
0: Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council.
3: The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi.
6: Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense.
3: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: Slam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny's, from the Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for one wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career.
7: You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tongue by Lua. Yo, Sway Callaway.
1: This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is
2: Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio, Radio.
6: Sirius XM. Yeah. yeah about play. Play. We're
2: here guys. talking about facts. We're here talking
1: about facts. I make my teammates better by practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. we talking about
4: practice. Final segment not a
1: game, not a game, not a game. Final segment of the program. We about I can't even hear myself. Not a game, not a game. Not a game. I know we to take that trash off. Who is that?
2: Bro, trash? Are you serious? Who is That's, that? That was Alan Iverson. That's trash. And then this is Jim Mora.
5: Disgraceful <laughs> performance.
2: So this is remixed remix by DJ Steve Porter You know DJ Steve Porter he I, like your DJ, Derek I, I like DJ Steve Porter So this is a DJ Steve Porter remix Of press conferences Through time Remixed into a hip hop song so it began with the Allen Iverson, the whole practice thing, and how am I going to make my teammates by practice? And then it goes into the Jim Mora rant about the playoffs or whatever. And it goes into the Denny Green with uh, we, the Bears are who we thought they were, mm-hmm. and that's why they took the field or whatever. And then it goes to the guy that, don't come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. That's my Leach. So it kind of just, like, links up all those press conferences and,
1: like, makes it into a hip-hop. That's pretty unique.
4: It's easy to, to, to talk about, it.
2: it's easy to sum it up. We talking about practice, Peace in the I, right, I think I've heard, heard enough. We well, if it's not about Derek Jeter, then you want to hear it, huh? You know, fast I put the Jeter one and you let it
1: ride. No, I won't actually. Alzheimer's Association is working hard to raise awareness and funds to find an end to Alzheimer's. This year is different since the whole... COVID-19 nine thing, thing has changed our plans. We ask everybody download the app, start their own teams in their own neighborhoods, and take to walking every weekend. I think it's a great cause. That's why I've worked on this cause for a few years now.
2: Looking forward to this walk. I'm going to be in shape.
1: This one should be good.
2: I'm be in shape.
1: In shape for the walk. It's. I'm going to
2: make it into a 5K.
1: You're doing your own 5K
2: now? Yeah,
4: that's what's going to happen. Oh.
1: Have, you, have you already filed all your applications and permits in Kendall for you're going to block off and overpay cops to block off roads for you?
2: Oh, I'm going to do it in the interior streets.
1: Oh, in the interior? Yeah,
2: why well, do it through a main street? Ah. That's nonsense. Of course, it's ridiculous.
1: So who's running this 5K with you? I thought it was virtual. Yeah, so who's doing this 5K with you?
2: Oh, I, th- I thought this was what we are doing for the Alzheimer's thing. Everybody kind of does their thing and submit it. Mm, I do my own 5K every single day. You do your own? My own 5K. Today I'm spinning 5K. I'm on Peloton. By the way, New York is not one of the scenic routes on the Peloton. That like Costa Rica and New Zealand. That's and terrible. Bali and Bali and, and Taiwan and all these... France... Germany. No, New York. I was actually surprised about that.
1: Sign up your team for Alzheimer's Walk this year. It's ALZ.org. By the way, there's an establishment in Miami called Drippin' Dough Donuts. Right now, they're selling purple donuts. Proceeds go uh, towards the Miami-Dade Walk, so go check that place out as well. So You can check them out on Uber Eats. Fantastic. So, you're doing a 5K. Yeah, that's right. So 5K. Extra, bro. It's unbelievable, this guy, bro.
2: I mean, why walk? I walked last year. Aren't you just supposed to, like, turn it up a notch, like, every year? Go to the next level?
1: The first lady says, I run on the pavement with tennis shoes. You want to tell me what tennis shoes are? Uh Sneakers. No sneakers are sneakers. What are tennis shoes?
2: That's a, that's a Cuban thing, bro. Hold on a minute. That's a Cuban thing because they go, like, "Oye, ponte los tenis." So all of a sudden it gets like converted to tennis shoes. So, Oye, ponte po- los tenis. Ponte los tenis. Come on, you know about that. You're smiling. You know, what? you know, you I heard know about about,
1: about that. it, but they don't
2: exist. But tennis they'll...
1: shoes do not exist.
2: Like, all right. So, so what's a what, <laughs> what's a un pulo? <laughs> Pullover would be a shirt. Right, but why do they call it a pullover? Like, I because I guess you pull it over you pull your, it your head. pull it over your head, right? But there's no such thing as a pullover.
1: All right, <laughs> ponte pullover. Tenny is not anything that is anything. Tenny, ponte los tenny, bro. Okay, I got your tenny right <laughs> here. So it is Taco Tuesday today. Before I celebrate Taco Tuesday, I National to, Fajita Day, I want to celebrate my boy, Sway Calloway. For being inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame, we found out late yesterday uh, that our family member from SiriusXM and the guy everybody loves, Sway Calloway, Shade Forty Five, right here on our platform here on SiriusXM. Uh, congratulations to you, Sway. You are a Hall of Famer. You've always been a Hall of Famer, so this is—it's hey, just due. Uh, it was pretty cool news to hear that—that—that that, uh, that Sway is the goat. We knew that already, though, so congratulations to him. Taco Tuesday,
2: huh? Man, we shared a stage with a Hall of Famer. Look at that, Larry.
1: Like that, huh? Two
2: Hall of Famers on one stage. I got Larry Melian on one side and Sway on the other. a
1: oh, Hall of Famer, bro. I don't know what you're talking
2: about. You're a Hall of Famer.
1: No. Sort of for any radio hall of Fame,
2: flag football hall of fame that doesn't count, doesn't matter. Two hall of famers on one stage, and there was hold on. And we had Lawrence Taylor on there also, Mm -hmm. so there was three hall of famers. Does uh, um, uh, Bernard Hopkins calls uh, count as a hall of famer? Yes, he does. Four hall of famers, bro. You in some good company up there, Melian. Yeah,
1: no, that there was three hall of famers. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't a hall of famer in that company. So, Taco Tuesday brings out very creative ways and healthy ways to eat tacos. And here's where you lose me, right? You ready?
2: Oh, I'm ready. Strapped in, ready to go Grilled with Skittles in hand. fish
1: tacos.
2: Those are delicious.
1: Vegan corn and sweet potato taco buffet. That's not happening. I'm not eating corn. That's out the window.
2: I'm not, I'm not with the vegan game.
1: Honey lime sweet potato and black bean tacos. That is not. That's a not taco. happening. <laughs> no. That's not happening. You can keep boycott, your veto. I don't need a sweet potato lime. This sweet potato looks like a freaking avocado. By the way, whatever. Baked tofu tacos with con- coconut slaw. That's not happening.
2: So that's air inside of a taco shell. Yes,
1: exactly. Check. Black bean and tower ta- tacos. No voy a comer couliflor con le to- What the hell is a Cauliflower. That's
2: what it's called? Couliflor. couliflor? couliflor? Okay.
1: Vegan eggplant and asparagus tacos. That's not happening. I
2: stay away from eggplant.
1: I don't mind asparagus.
2: Again, the name vegan is in there. I'm not tiptoeing near that thing. Are these all coming from the First Lady, by the yes. way? Crepe
1: oh tacos with spinach and mushrooms. Not happening. Sweet potato pecan tacos. No surrey Bob.
2: She started so well with the grilled fish tacos.
1: Chili, orange, and salmon tacos. Negative ghost rider, Vito. Zucchini and corn tacos. yet Fish tacos with gluten-free tortillas. In other words, tortillas that taste like air. <laughs> Barbecue cauliflower chickpea tacos? N- not happening. Guess guess what you did here, First Lady? Your taco recipes struck out. Hey, your taco
2: recipes have not made me want to have tacos tonight. But hold on, shrimp tacos are good, man. She's
1: swinging a miss. She went zero for twelve, bro.
2: The first one she got, she she like bunted on the first one. Mm. Maybe down the line, like like a little dribbler.
1: She sounds like Monte Harrison at bat there.
2: <laughs> a little dribbler. Mm. A Benito we'll Santiago.
1: up along the line. Whatever. i we'll first behind
2: I'll the mess, with, I'll mess with, uh, with the grilled fish tacos. I'm sure you would. You don't like fish on tacos? But you're not a fish eater.
1: I like fish, but not really with my tacos. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it with Mahi Mahi, then I know I'm going to definitely enjoy it. So if you, if you do this. Black in the Mahi Mahi, and now, now we can get creative with a the taco there. But, 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 but
2: if you do any sort of fish taco, have to do the soft flour
1: tortilla. 100%. i am being told that these are anti-inflammation tacos. No, they're anti-delicious tacos is That's what right. they are. That's a great point by you, Frank. Give him a whistle, please. Whistle, please. Not, I got to be asking for whistles around here. When Garrett Cole gets a strikeout, he doesn't have to look up at the guy and tell him, "Oh, it's time to play the whistle. Thank you. I can do Mahi. Mahi rocks. Yeah, but I'm not in, uh, No. Corn. My mine is delicious. Mine's great. Corn. I don't want I don't want to ever see corn again in my life. Corn doesn't work for anybody. Sorry. Corn does Although what less. I do like are they dress up in these little tacos, right? It's that little what is this called? Is this cilantro they put in it? It's a different type of it's not it's
2: Looks like a sauce?
3: No,
1: it's just got this little green little things. Yeah, then it's things. cilantro. It's like cilantro. cilantro yeah, like. that's what it is. I like that in my stuff. That that's
2: good. good. Yeah, they, they tell you to put that like in the um, on the guac, like in the guac recipes sorry, and stuff. Hold
1: on. Bro, have you ever heard in your life that eating something blackened isn't good for you?
2: Never. I heard it was delicious. So
1: what now, first lady? Hold Why on. is
2: blackened not good for but you? But I thought that was healthy.
1: Oh, this poor guy, bro. The David, right? Is that his name? This This guy, bro. Wow. When I grow up, I want to have, I want be David, bro. I want to be unabashed, unwavered. Cilantro, she says, is what it is. Cilantro. Mmm, that makes stuff good. Mmm. Wha- I'm excited. Excited about what? The I'm Miami afraid. Heat just
2: sent me a, a, an invitation to be a virtual fan for tonight. No, they didn't. Yeah, so hopefully I'm filling it out right now, so hopefully I get selected. And my seat is not taken by Stugatz this time. Dude, I will laugh and take pictures
1: if you're on there.
2: You I'm going to be on there with my wig and my jersey, bro.
1: I'm telling you. You're not doing it that way. What do you mean I'm not doing it that you're way? i not allowed to do it that way. Of course you are. Why is black in the no-no? For me, apparently, it's not good for me. Why is it bad for me? If consumed in very high amounts, it could have a very serious effect on your health condition. It has a high sodium content that can raise your blood pressure levels, lead to heart problems. If you consume blackened salmon, be sure to drink plenty of water. I'll probably eat something blackened twice a year, three times a year. Can I live a little bit? So I'll go with grilled mahi mahi to not upset any of the natives. We certainly wouldn't want. The great one to be upset. To blacken the fish or meat, they simply coat it with a lot of black pepper and seasonings and grill it to a dark brown. Yes, I know that. That's what makes it tasty. (laughs) Fully aware. It's too much pepper for my stomach, she says. All right, fine. I'll stay away from it. So grilled with a little splash of lime with the cilantro. That makes sense, right?
2: Makes perfect sense. Mmm. That's That tastes good.
1: Mm. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> she goes, yes, if you eat what I say, you can live. <laughs> she couldn't be more direct and to the point, could she?
2: No. I, the that, boss of my friend. can't get here. any more direct than that.
1: Yeah, she's tough, bro. Yeah, she doesn't relent either. Then when she relents, it's like you feel like she's being indifferent with you. Did I do something wrong? Not talking to me. It's, it's the strangest thing. <laughs> uh, I don't want pineapple coleslaw. Who eats? Ew. Oh.
2: pineapple coleslaw? Oh, I can't. Ugh, I don't even like normal coleslaw. By the way, this uh, virtual fan game would be for Saturday, because I the Heat aren't the fourth seed; they're the fifth seed. So that means that their home games. It's Saturday.
1: This would be comical.
2: It would have had to be the Saturday or Monday. And the time that the game is on Monday, seeing as how I kind of have plans before, I don't know if I'll be there in time, had to elect to do a Saturday. So
1: since I like pineapple, I guess I should try the coleslaw. You like
2: coleslaw, though? No, I hate coleslaw. Then you're not going to like it. Don't wait God,
1: on. I hate coleslaw. Oh,
0: oh
2: That's disgusting. Don't oh, waste the time. Oh, I can't.
1: She goes, I'm gonna make pineapple coleslaw and you are gonna thank me when you taste it. What am I gonna do? Virtually taste this thing? That's disgusting. I'm man. gonna brag about purple donuts I can't eat. out of here. I had my banana today. I bought some fruit that wasn't so good. I didn't like the grapes and the apples that weren't working well.
2: Too processed. Didn't look fresh. Mm, the banana was delicious though. Wow. That's what she said. Whew.
1: I feel like a new man. So she wants to know: Are you gonna sit next to the weekend at Bernie guy? Like, are you gonna? No, you can't do that though. They kick you right out. You can't have a fan with you.
2: No, no, no. You can only be one. Like, I'm gonna try to attempt it. I can get Cooper on there. Cooper might be an opportunity. Addison can be an opportunity too. But I can't like get my wife on the on the thing. You have to be one per seat.
1: You take Addison to her first basketball game. It'll put,
2: it'll be cool if they sat me like next to Shaq, and I try to high five Shaq, and then Shaq realizes what's going on and gave me a, a virtual high five.
1: Grapes and apples have skins I can't digest. I'm sure I can digest them. They weren't that many. I threw half the thing out anyway. I thought apples were okay for me to eat. Now they are not.
2: You know what, man? I give up. I'm just going back to f- eating fat foods again. No, Nobody ever I gave me crap for that.
1: that. I don't want to do that anymore.
2: The only problem with eating fat foods now is I'm never going to actually get the Peloton to actually work the way it's supposed to work.
1: She says, yes, Addison, that child is too cute. I say the same thing. Thank God that child looks like her mom. (laughs) Boy, you get lucky sometimes, Frank. I tell you what.
2: The luckiest guy in this
3: world.
1: Coming up next, the youth. Just make sure when you multiply your family, you, uh, you keep doing that the right way, sir. Yes, sir. Never multiply that family the wrong way. I
2: don't know if I'm going after another one. Like, I can only get w- lucky one time.
1: Some people get, get lucky. lucky more than once. <laughs> or
7: even twice.
6: Huh.
1: I guess the third time maybe the charm. Who knows? God, boy. People do the dastardliest things, huh? She says, by the way, to go ahead and invest some money in ammunition. already have it. Yeah, I already
2: have stocks in them for uh, for warehouses. I already have a warehouse, actually. You're going to have your hands kind of full there. Have an army being built. She wants to join in, then she can go ahead and jump on board. Of
1: course, thank God, again, she looks like her mama. Just saying. No hard feelings or anything. None taken. I know I'm an ugly SOB. when, when, When they're little babies and whatnot, you know, the bald thing is cute. But at this point...
2: And as, look, and as ugly as I am, like imagine me as a
1: girl. Oh, That'd be a sight for sore eyes, yeah. I. Uh, that's my cue. I'm going to turn around, <laughs> grimace, I'm going to take off. I'm out of here like a dirty shirt.
0: See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.